Hey, this is Taylor Hicks, American Idol winner. And whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> You're listening to Below the Belt, so don't go below the belt. You never know what will happen. <laughs> the Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. All right, yes, it's time for another episode of BTV Below the Belt in the Mother Effin' House. I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host, with the most here for your weekly pleasure, guys. And we have a pleasurable show <laughs> for you tonight, starting with, that's right, she is known as affectionately Your Grace. The mother of dragons, the queen of the unburdened, every Daenerys Monica you can think of. Also, Miss LST, she is Morgan Fab. Hello, all. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for having me. Good to be back. <laughs> Good to have you back. And we you have. Call me your grace. You are your grace. <laughs> Bow. Bend the knee. Bend ba the knee. Bend the knee. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We had to bring back to BTB with wine in hand. He is a production man extraordinaire, cosplayer extraordinaire, podcaster extraordinaire. We have Jesse Fresco, a.k.a. Hardcore Bloodshot, back on BTB. I'm back again. I'm sorry you can't get rid of me. <laughs> we, are glad we are glad you're back, Jesse. It's good to have you. It's been a minute, as they say. Mm -hmm. Been busy. Been busy. Busy is good. Busy is good. Just better than being not busy, right? I mean, how? Especially, especially these days. It's good to be busy yes. than not busy. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And last but certainly not least, we're going. Um, so our next uh, <laughs> panelist is going through a transition, not transition on gender reassignment. I'm, I'm trans identity. But, trans identity. <laughs> but he represents the LGBTQ community. Um, formerly on the show, you know him as Oleg the Gay Russian, but we had a talk today that that particular name may be considered a little controversial. So today we are uh, welcoming, and he will explain why, mm. now known as Alex the Fierce. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I just, like I thought, thank you, thank you. Um, I thought about it. And yeah, tell us why. Because we've been doing this podcast uh, the show now for a long time like we started like five years ago right 
When you joined us, it was five years ago, yes. Like it was like during the Obama administration. And it was just Correct. A, and it was just wow. a different time. And, you know, back then, just, you know, using the word gay, in, you know, in my name was, I, I was okay with sort of like being a stereotype and having that kind of stereotypical name. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, you know, I, but now that post-Trump, that everything has sort of changed. We're living in a different political climate. And I just... I just don't want, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want you to get canceled, Al. I don't want, I don't want anybody to be offended. And I just, okay. um, you know, and also, you know, I just feel different. And this new name yeah. is just the better okay. fit for right now. So and this is a different type of coming out for you. And I just want to apologize to <laughs> everyone out there whose name is Oleg, who happens to be gay. <laughs> Who's oh also Russian? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. So uh, Al- <laughs> Alex is is your um, more casual name? The, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, well, the truth is, is that my name is actually Oleg, which is a Russian name. Okay. Um, but when I immigrated here as a little kid, uh, no one could pronounce it. Everyone right. pronounced it as Oleg, and I just hated that. So that's why I changed it as a little kid because I just didn't want to hear my name mispronounced. The whole okay. time. But when we were creating a character, I, th- I thought it would be cute to sort of go back to that and play around with that. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's how I, all yeah. of the gay Russian came about. Yeah. But now, yeah. but now I really just, I mean, I, I'm going back to if you can't pronounce my name correctly, then I'd rather you just okay. use a name. So, so here and forward, uh, what have they say in Game of Thrones? Now and now and post forth. I don't know. Here, like here to four. <laughs> you will be known as Alex the Fierce. So Alex yeah. the Fierce, welcome. Thank you. Thank I you. like Thank it. You. Thank you. Welcome. You're still, you're still the same. It's kind of like Alex. It's kind of like Alexander the Great, but Alex the Fierce, and it sort of does still capture my gay identity as well, but not okay. in such an obvious, yeah. not in such an obvious sort of stereotype. Okay. Okay, yeah. that doesn't have to be necessarily be in the nickname. Yes. Okay. But you're not. It's not going to be like Alex the Fierce. Well, well, it can. <laughs> or be. is yeah, it? Yeah, actually, it can be Alex. If you want to do, if that's where you want to go with it, you Alex can go the with that. Alex the Fierce. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like okay. Sasha Fierce. Okay. Hey, well, I'm all hey. for. I'm all for change. Wait, you know, Sa- you be whoever you want to be. Wait, Sasha Fierce is a drag. Is a is the drag queen, right? Oh, that was Beyonce's like alter ego. Oh, sorry, sorry, Fierce. sorry, sorry. I'm thinking. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sasha but there Fierce. probably is a drag queen there, that does it. It's probably fabulous. Yeah, her name. Yeah, but her <laughs> name isn't Alex the Fierce. It's something else. Um, oh, yeah. But, but you're right. You're right. Um, huh? That is Beyonce. I should have known that. You see, I'm not even that great of a gay. <laughs> I have my gay card. I should have my gay card removed. I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, I think it works. I think it works, Alex. I love it. I love it. Um, and uh, and Jesse, it's been a while since we talked to you. Jesse, you've uh, worked on an amazing um, television series. Are you allowed mm. to say what it is? Oh yeah, uh, I was on a uh, Swagger down in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Nice. Awesome. Um, finally finished after starring six- Ice Cube Jr. <laughs> AKA uh, <laughs> O'Shea Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- they started June of 2019. They finally finished. Wow. Because of COVID. COVID shut yeah. them down. So, yeah, they just had to stop. So they finally started up uh, again in last year. Got shut down again. 
And then they started back up in January, and I jumped on and worked on it for about a month and a half. So, okay. Yeah, what can you I tell was, us about the show? Uh, do you have? Um, uh, it's a sports optimistic. show. Okay. Uh, it, it, um, I don't know if we're gonna get a second season. Okay. Because um, they dumped a lot of money into it, and uh, we kept hearing that they're probably if they do get a second season, they're probably gonna move it to L.A. There's not a single thing we shot that they could not shoot in L.A. Where are you shooting now? Uh, I'm not on anything now. Oh. Where, where yeah, at I'm, the time, Richmond, at the, Virginia. At the we time, Rich- Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, we were shooting down on the stage. Uh, and that stage got bought up by Amazon because it, oh, like wow. right it was like right across the street. So when we went in there to tear everything down, they were already ripping down the sets. As so, a, yeah. So that Amazon means an upcoming sucks. Just Wait, Amazon, well, no, Amazon, well, this is, hold on, is it Amazon Prime Video, or is it, like, Amazon? No, the, the company, they're, it's turning into an Amazon shipping warehouse. See, that's where I have a problem. If it's, yeah. Ama- if it's uh, Amazon Studios, no. buying it out, then I'm good with it, because no. it's going to be used for Amazon Prime content, but now that you're saying it's, it's just another warehouse, another corporate, um, just seizure, of, yeah. of 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 a location uh yeah damn it man i mean i jeff faces a modern day uh lex luther yes he is regular <laughs> but, the but there's there's um walking dead is still going down there yes um, roll beyond season two hopefully it's better than the first season um Yes. Yeah, that first season was not good. It wasn't uh, good. It was. Uh, I'm sure good. everybody got a lot of good work out of it, me included. But that show was not good. Uh, hopefully, the second season is better. Uh, there's also a Civil War TV show that's coming to uh, coming to Richmond. Another one, another Civil yes. War show. And let's um, not forget the Michael Keaton. Um, oh yeah, Dope Sick. Dope Sick still going. Yeah. That's supposed that's supposed to wrap, I think, next month. And it's also so. starring what is it called? Ahsoka Tano Dope herself. Sex? Dope uh, Sick. Do- yeah, it's about oh, drug addiction. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, apparently it's very well received by people that are seeing the dailies. So that's and this is being filmed where? In, in also, all of it's that's all Richmond. Richmond, all Richmond. is like Richmond? the new, it's, wow. it's Richmond? Cheap. Yeah, it's very very cheap to film there. What is happening? Where are we? <laughs> Good to have we're you. All, we're this is Earth, Amy. Hello, welcome. <laughs> we're all over. <laughs> I was not prepared for this setting. <laughs> well, I think I'm the only familiar face, Amy. Well, we have a new a new panel as we were revolving co-hosts. Last time you were here, you might have been welcomed by different co-hosts. Oh, of course, myself. I was always here, but uh, maybe that. Maybe you run the show, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But we have Jesse Fresco, we have Morgan Fab, and we have Alex the Fierce uh, joining us on the panel. This week. Well, thank you all for having me uh, once again. Nice to meet you guys. Uh, but, cheers. I got my cocktail. By this time, I'll need cocktails. Cocktail. Yes. Yes, she's ma'am. Got, she's got alcohol. I have wine. Al <laughs> doesn't gonna, have anything. I'll, I'll be fixing myself soon. One. <laughs> <Okay>. Just just. <laughs> so we're walking into Below the Belt show for her second time, and she's an actress. She's a social media influencer. She's a viral sensation. The list goes on and on. She's freaking hysterical. And she's going to be our guest tonight and also a guest co-host for a portion of our show, guys. She's Amy LeJoie. Amy, good to have you back on BTB. Thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah. Good to be here. 
Yes, I, I mean it's. Been, I think it was July of 2020 when we're at the height of the pandemic, and now I, we're at the, like the the I guess the the downslope of the pandemic. Hopefully, back to some normalcy now. I'm vaccinated. Who here is vaccinated? I, I just got my first shot tomorrow. Yesterday, I made an appointment for my first mm-hmm. vaccine, so I'm practically there i feel yeah right. things have sort of changed sure it's not johnson and johnson you know no i'm i will uh, <laughs> oh, be getting Lord. moderna coursing yes. through my veins mm, um moderna. moderna moderna there's actually a funny meme and, and i actually posted it it's uh a photo of the rock as moderna Batista as pfizer and then the tattoo oh, yeah i did a toothless that. guy from, from Tiger. Tiger King as Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, I saw that too. It's, it's like it was. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't get the Johnson and Johnson one anyways because it only has a seventy percent effectiveness rate. Actually, it one... was one. If if that was the only thing available, I would be very happy to get it. But giving giving other, like options. other options, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I mean, I'm totally cool getting two shots. <laughs> I mean, actually, only six people like they shouldn't have paused it. Yeah. It's six I mean, people. It's, it's not. Well, didn't they do the same with um, the vaccine in England? It was a similar issue where it was just yeah, like very few cases. And, yeah, yeah. yeah they, but I think they resumed it again, right? I think probably. They yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what else are they going to do? I mean, yeah. it's just hysteria, really. I mean, six, like six people, I think, got ill, but and one died out of six million. I mean, that's not that bad, right? I mean, we have drugs that are killing people. Well, they said it's COVID. <laughs> they yeah. say it's the same as COVID. getting That's, struck by lightning. Yeah, That's it's the same chance. Yeah. Mm. So a lot less people really had it in for that one person. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to make a joke. Sorry. But you're right. It's 70% effective. Whoops. Oh. You broke everything. You I broke something. That's start, okay. Start over. One of the side effects of the Alex, Alex the fierce Alex the clumsy. Your motor functions. <laughs> so Amy, you're still being creative, uh, which we love uh, uh, since we last had you on. Which uh, your videos are just are just joy to watch, and just you know, um, there's so much fun. Um, the latest, uh, well, last time we had you on the show, you you um, just posted the shit background say, and since then you've done like every crew member you could think of. I'm um, getting there. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm definitely starting. To run out, but people are, uh, they message me and they want really specific things. So I'll, I'll keep going. If yeah. People still want to see these. The latest is shit gaffers say and it's shit producers funny. say. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesse, you've done some work in the grip department, right? Uh, grip and electric. I do both. So how, how do you react, Jesse, to seeing Amy's videos? About oh, it's, it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate yeah if you, i heard um i can't i can't remember where it was i think it was like five or six years ago i was working on um yeah it was veep season four in baltimore and my boss paul postal who was the gaffer on that show he said the difference between a grip and an electrician is that a grip whenever they're on the show they're like oh man this is the easiest show in the world this is great if you're an electrician on the show you're like what the fuck am i doing with my life <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> because you're hauling cable all day long yeah. you're lifting all this heavy stuff grips have it like on easy street the whole time <laughs> grip is like the easiest department outside of like catering so you know i'm sure the caterers would have a different opinion with that right? yeah. <laughs> everyone 
Everyone I hold thinks the, they have the hardest job. <laughs> I have the I hold the caterers in the highest. The caterers regard. think they're higher up in the totem pole than the than the than the extras. That's what I noticed. They um, <laughs> they treated me like shit. They were like oh. watching every piece of food that I was taking. I, they were like they were like totally watching me and trying oh. to like clock me for eating too much food. They actually did a couple of times. I mean, they do now, now that you can't get your own stuff from the crafty table. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're shady, you know. Some of them aren't even legal, but they're still shady. <laughs> well, Amy, you, you what actually... What are you working on? Jesus. You actually uh, posted a really funny video called Hold for Love, where you talked about three different types of grips. Um, there's always the yeah, hot, that was funny. The hot grip... <laughs> The creepy grip and the old grip. Uh, <laughs> that didn't even that didn't even want to be there. He's like, they signed me up. Uh, yeah, that was my uh, my Valentine's special. <laughs> Tell me, these are based on actual grips or people that you've met? I'd say the one that's probably based on people that I've interacted with would be creepy grip. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why when I did my very first film crew um, TikTok that I did. Yeah. I decided to just throw the word creepy in front of grip, um, <laughs> which I got a lot of backlash from until I started making more grip characters, just trying to say, not all grips, not all <laughs> grips are creepy, or creeps in all departments. Um, yeah, and then some of them, um, having that initial backlash, that really made me think of like, okay, well, what what are some other characters that I've seen and uh yeah just kind of took inspiration from that and uh, out came uh the grip who's seen some shit <laughs> just the guy who's <laughs> been doing this for over 40 years and right, knows right. everything has seen everything and uh he's really the uh, veteran of the grips right um and there there really is always the the, the token hot guy on set whether he's a grip or somewhere else i've certainly mm -hmm. have been on small <laughs> film i noticed sets. I noticed that like at least fifty percent of like the crew is like really hot. Like at least yeah, like they hire <laughs> That's people for, That's they, hire, they hire them for their looks, you know. Every except you know, for you're gonna be working together for weeks, months, maybe close to a year, you're gonna have to look at each I, other. But, <laughs> well, wait. The men are hot. The women are usually not. Well, Oleg, I mean <laughs> And I'm not saying it just because I'm gay. They, the, for some reason, the women in the industry that work in the production side, like, they're not exactly like. I don't think that's very fair. Supermodels. That's not true at all. It's a mixed bag all around for men and women. Yeah. No, men are definitely hot. I don't know why, but they're all hot. Well, gay. Of course, you're gonna say that. I swear, I'm not biased <laughs> i would say otherwise um one of my favorites is the shit casting directors say because they they have to be sometimes very brutally honest and those are the types of crew members that can talk a lot of shit so i i'm really glad that you quote unquote kind of exposed casting directors i mean uh i mean I mean, imagine all the things that that is said in a, in a casting office. And oh my God! Well, I used Oleg, to, Alex. I, I know yeah, you. I used to work for Pat Moran, and oh my God, the shit she would say about the actors, the shit. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, I, I've heard. Her I mean, they tr we would trash you, we would tear you to pieces. We had like yeah, sure. You like really mean, condescending nicknames. I mean, mm. they call. I think they call actors 
like what do they call them? Like meat puppets or something? Oh wow! Yeah, they need hidden I mean, cameras. They are. They, yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're only nice to you when they need you to like fill right. that slot. You know? Yeah, that that video only... didn't do as oh. well as my others, just because uh, a lot of people who have been sharing my videos are people who are actually on a set. And casting mm -hmm. directors are part of the pre-production, you know, before Correct. people actually yeah. even get to set. Uh, and for some people, it was very eye-opening to see uh, what some actors, I mean, actors like we, we know, you know, <laughs> every time you go on an audition, you never know what you're going to get. Right. Um, yeah, but there were some people who said like, wow, I had no idea. This is so interesting. And some people, you know, they couldn't relate to it. <laughs> Like, well, I've interacted oh. with these other crew members, but they just don't interact with casting directors at all. So it wasn't as popular, but I'm, I appreciate that you guys liked it because I was definitely, me being primarily an actor, that's something that I certainly had related to <laughs> the most. Well, um, you said on the last time we had you on that you're <laughs> pissing off one crew member at a time. Have you have <laughs> you gotten any negative, uh, you know, uh, inquiries uh, regarding Oh, something? I always, every video, you know, people are like, <laughs> you forgot this, or you, okay. <laughs> I don't know, like, we would never do that. But for every comment, there's, you know, a dozen other ones that say the exact opposite of, I say that all the time, or, mm -hmm. uh, like, I've had women, oh, God, this was, I don't know, this might have been about my background one, or... It was one where someone was calling for, um, it was like union background. I only want union background. And this woman actually messaged yes. me and she's like, I have been a background wrangler for 20 years. And that has like literally never happened. Like that doesn't oh, happen. So and I said, what? okay, well, this one set that I was on, it was a big question. Yeah. And me being the non-union person, this actually, I was trying to be nice about it. And then she was like, oh, okay. I was like, you took the effort to message me. <laughs> Did this perturb you that much? <laughs> Wasn't that on uh, Wonder Woman? On Wonder Woman 2, it was like it was all union background crew? Yeah, yeah. I actually worked on that set, um, Jess. Um, they I mean, actually, so did I. But they no. started tap heartling tons of, of actors, background actors, and... For a lot of those background act actors, it was the first time being on set. These are like a lot of newbies. Yeah. So they were, so a lot of these newbies were getting like uh, SAG eligible from these oh, Taft Hartleys, which was so wild. Awesome. All the money, if you're wondering where all the money went on that movie, that's where it went. Is that where it went? Wow. <laughs> it clearly didn't go to the visual effects department. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they had an extra 18 months to finish the visual effects, clean up the edit, finish the music. That's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, did they, why did they have all, uh, a background street. be all um, union? They just didn't meet their quota. So if they don't meet their quota, they have to yeah. oh, okay. or upgrade or tough Hartley these, these actors. Because there were so many crowd scenes. So many like crowd mm. scenes. Like Especially when DC is being destroyed. There was so many extras. They just needed everyone they could get. And if they don't meet their quota, they're going to upgrade these people. That's yeah. basically what happens. Well, I bet all those people were very, very happy, and I am jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you're SAG eligible, yes? I'm not. I only no, have two not. credits. Yeah, I'm hoping they just changed. Okay. Uh, I haven't looked 
really in depth into it, but um, I think SAG after it added a uh, influencer clause or something. It just yeah. and so I'm hoping there's a chance for me with that to get that third credit and then oh yeah, you know, I, fork I, over I, the three thousand dollars. <laughs> I heard about that. Some actors are not too thrilled, but other like social I media think it makes like, sense oh. though because um, as my minimal experience now of being an influencer, you know, I get paid to make advertisements. Right. And I'm doing all of the work. I'm filming everything. Right. I'm editing everything. I have to get script approval. Um, I'm the creative yes. force behind all of it, uh, which is more than someone who just as an actor getting hired to do a, you know, one day on a commercial shoot. I think it's, it's a growing field. Um, and I think it's good that they accepted that. I mean, and I think we also have. Well. I, I don't think they're just going to let anything qualify. <laughs> I think you have to show. Right. Like, right. This is why I got paid you to do it. This is because everyone would start making their own. It's just like right. I buy your skincare line and posting a little <laughs> photo. I don't think that's going to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's certain qualifications, certain number of followers, the, the production quality. I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, because anyone could just post a uh, a video, but would it be viral? Number one, would you know, would would it get any traction? Would people see it? I mean, there's a lot of factors, I guess, to go into that. But with you, Amy, my gosh, I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of views on your videos. You millions. Must be so proud. Millions. <laughs> or, uh, more, more than millions? Millions. Millions. Most of it's thousands. <laughs> <laughs> that is impressive. Absolutely. Now, yeah. not only are you doing the, uh, the um, shit background say, shit gaffer say, et cetera, et cetera, um, You've been doing some Mitch McConnell impressions. Uh, I've, I've been. <laughs> I thought those are pretty spot on. Thank you. Those are other ones that didn't do as well. I really thought. Yes. I, I think when I put them out, I think people had just been so burned out over the last four or five years of people all of a sudden being obsessed with everything politics. And I think I think I posted the first one. Um, not too long after um, the election. And I think at that point, people were just like, I don't even want to look at another political figure. <laughs> even though I was like, this one's right. still in office. So we should probably pay attention to him and how horrible he is. Um, I want to see your Mitch McConnell. Um, are we allowed to see it here? Right here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I could do... There's a lot of makeup involved, too. There is. I, do you guys you actually... Got- is this turned into a video that you guys do, or is it just uh, audio? <laughs> well, we did we did post the one video that you you were a part of uh, uh, last year. That's that's actually very good. Yeah, that's actually very good. I don't know. I have to get the neck too. Oh my god. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Is that an impression, you or are you need... having a stroke? You don't even need makeup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was absolutely perfect. I loved it. I loved thank it. you. Yeah, I would like to do more Mitch McConnell videos. Uh, I think once people, uh, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> he he was fun to do. It's it's definitely. Uh, he's such a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. Can you so, do Nancy so easy to make fun of? What do you do? Nancy any Pelosi? other? Yeah. Nancy Pelosi or any other political figures that you do um, personally? Not any other political figures yet. Uh, impressions are something that I do want to get uh, into more. Uh, there are only a few I could really do well. And uh, I think once my video started getting traction, I would get a lot of comments of like, oh, I could see you on SNL or you could have your yes. own sketch yeah. show. And I thought, and I know some people who have gone through the audition process with SNL and I know it's like, 
you know, they, of course they want original characters, but impressions are key. So that's something, um, I mean, mm-hmm. if anything, it's like, okay, maybe no one really, uh, watched my Mitch McConnell videos in mass, but maybe someone else, someone else could see them just having to look at my profile. And that's just another character to add to my arsenal (laughs) (laughs) of weird men that I dress as. (laughs) Yeah. It's you actually, because you remind me of uh, Kate McKinnon because Kate can can tackle men (laughs) because you did the aunt Bev, which is an older woman. And of course, um, Kate McKinnon, uh, did Rudy Giuliani? So you, you, you there's a lot of pa- similarities with you and, and Kate McKinnon. I think. I mean, yeah, I, I really admire her. So yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, people, people I idolize. I, I really, really take it to heart. So thank you. <laughs> yes, betraying men. I mean, you know, you, I mean, you. It's a hot grip. You had armpit hair going on. Thank I mean, you. Yeah. For noticing that. Okay. <laughs> we need to talk about my armpit hair because was that I, legit or a merkin? It was legit. I oh my goodness! You know we're in a panorama here, and I'm (laughs) single, and it's winter, and I was like, I've grown my armpit hair out before for another character, like before all my videos went viral, and I, I do it for. It's not something that I normally have in my daily life. However, I think it's just another double standard towards Mm -hmm. women. You know, it's like women have hair there, and if women want to grow their armpit hair out you do it and but they get shamed by men and women some women think it's gross too and i thought you know i'm playing a dude are we playing the hot grip he's got a tank top on it's just something else Mm -hmm. to add to the character and building up to uh filming that video and putting it out i already in my head had all this stuff i was like i know i'm gonna get so much shit from people saying like is that your real armpit hair? That's so disgusting. And I had in my head like this big rebuttal I was going to post about like, you know, let women do what they want with their bodies. And, you know, I was going to be a hero and so brave for showing my armpit hair. I had this whole thing planned out. No one said anything. <laughs> and I thought people either think that it's fake. <laughs> they're already I wasn't sure. Or I people are nicer than I thought they would be, which is not something I would normally think of with people on the internet <laughs> i mean it looked real so i will applaud your Thank you. uh, dedication dedication i for one like i don't know i just i guess maybe it's just been ingrained in me so like i don't like it on myself but i would never be like ew like yeah, I, why are you doing that you know what i mean because I, I know other women who do it after filming that video yeah so i yeah. thank you for the dedication to it thank like you. that and that, ladies and gentlemen, is a real actor. Yes. Very good. <laughs> Until we get better at applying uh, fake hair, I need to... Uh, I thought I'm investing like in some that. actual, like, movie-quality beards instead of just yeah. them on, but... Yeah, you should, like, what do you that makes it on? funny. But that makes it funnier, I think. Like, the drawn-on. Is it just mascara, or uh, what do you use? Uh, eyebrow pencil. Eyebrow pencil. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes I have a little sponge with some dark makeup to kind of get the stubble look. Yes, the five o'clock shadow look. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the <laughs> hot grip look. But thank you, you know, for noticing the armpit. <laughs> well, I think it would be funny if you had the armpit character hot grip in a Bumble Bums episode. I mean, uh-huh. if someone had an actual date with uh, a hot grip, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> that out 
as far as the bubble bumps go, I was pretty strict with it. It had to be at least based on actual events. Yes. And if you haven't seen Amy's show on YouTube, it's awesome. It's Bumble Bums. Uh, It's all about dating fails. A lot of it based on real dates you have been on or some of your friends have been on or some of your viewers have been on, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we got some submissions, some of the other cast and crew members, uh, but it definitely started with my own and many are my own. (laughs) (laughs) And it's an interesting time for dating during this pandemic, isn't it? It is. Uh, I have not been on dating apps for several months now. Um, I did just this week apply to be on the celebrity dating app, Raya. Okay. And I'm on the way. I didn't even realize that was a thing. So I also applied to be on that months ago, and I'm also on the wait list. I, was like, <laughs> and I, I read up on it. It Hello? said it could take anywhere from a day to months to get okay. approved. Okay. So I think the fact that they didn't just outright reject us is a promising sign. <laughs> well, I have friends in New York that are on it, and like okay. my friend is a re- like she's a real estate agent. Like she's cute. But she said something about how it was a lot of, um, what did she say? Like, she said that she thought it was based, like, on occupation. And I'm like, but you're in real estate. Like, should I have, like, I was like. What are the qualifications? I don't, it's the celebrity one. And I was like, hello, if anyone should be dating a celebrity, it should be me. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. Um. Some of the things I was reading about it, it said, this is how they described their own app. It said something like, to get approved, like, we think of it as getting a uh, a guest list for a dinner party. Like, who are interesting people you would like to have at, at your dinner party? And that's, that's how it's, it's something that you could add to this app. And I host amazing dinner parties. Like, forget being on the guest list. Like, I will host this. Yeah. Okay. Themed dinner. I totally see you doing that. Cocktails. Okay. Yeah. So theoretically, what celebrities would you swipe right on this dating app? Which (laughs) ones? I mean, my friend told me that one of the guys from SNL was on there. (gasps) Like, I can't remember his name, but um. She was like, yeah, he swiped right on me and we were like, gonna, we were supposed to go out or something. But I was oh, like, wow. was it really him? And she's <laughs> like, really yeah. Is it a good idea, though, to like, for like non-celebrities to hook up with celebrities like yeah, that? To, it's to also, mingle with the commoners? Yeah, I mean, is yeah. it good for the commoners, too? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't, so. don't they Another just get thing, like used? I would just think they would just get used for sex or something. Well, I think here's your NDA you need to sign, and then we move Yeah, forward. I know you're, you can't take screenshots on the app. So if you have, like, some oh. crazy conversation, oh. I know, like, Tatum was supposedly on there at some point. You can't take screenshots and send them to your friends. I bet Chris Dalia uh, would be on that. But then if you had yeah. another phone, you could take a picture I know. of that oh, phone. Believe me, I've already thought about this. See, yeah, yeah, see. See, wow. women, uh, we think of everything. We will find Which- out. Which we celebrities like would you swipe right at, Amy? Uh, I can't imagine him being single, but Colin Farrell for sure. You've been yeah. to him before. Favorite. I would current, current Colin Farrell or older, younger Colin Farrell. Any era Colin All Farrell, of them. even his crazy, like coked out Colin. Farrell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And now his like self-reflective jokes about right. being a previous coked out Colin Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of have to agree with her. Yeah. I love him. Um, I really have to see who was on there. Uh, I have a friend. So w- when you apply, uh, it, it's a, you could sync your contacts. And one way that can help you get approved is if you already know someone that's on there. And I know one woman who is another actor and comedian that I know. Um, she was on there. And so I went ahead and clicked her as being my reference. And I messaged her. I said, hey, like, you know, I don't know what's on your end, but if I really want to be on this app, if you could somehow get me approved or whatever they say, like, vouch for me. Like, mm-hmm. I'll bet you, buddy. <laughs> like, I want to be on <laughs> Right. <laughs> and she's, she's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm on here. Like, I don't. I, I don't really go on there anymore. And she's like, I got on there because I uh, I heard Demi Lovato was on there. And I just really wanted to fuck Demi Lovato. Like, oh, wow. Okay. I don't know if that ever <laughs> ended up working out for her. <laughs> but uh, there's, there's a mixed it. bag of people that are on there. I think it's also people who are in the industry. I read one thing, too, that was like, you could have 500 followers. But if you're an interesting DJ, you might have a chance of getting on there. Oh, okay. So who knows? But let's, it's worth a shot. And Morgan, one day, we'll, we'll get on there. I, right. I have faith that we will yeah. be <laughs> yeah, from the list. <laughs> I wonder if I, right. have the, I wonder if I have the pull to get on there. Try it. <laughs> I'm literally the only bloodshot cosplayer, so I think that has to stand for something. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would think. I, I don't know. I mean, that movie probably hurt it, so I probably should. <laughs> uh, certainly, there well, could be people into that. Well, um, I think this is a good time to shift to everything in the world of entertainment. Amy, uh, since you are a pop culture enthusiast, you you have your own show called Book Club for Movies. Um, so I figured we should talk about everything going on in the world of movies. So Oscars! <laughs> like the Oscars and things like that, right? The Oscars oh. are in a few weeks, and I'm so excited. I still Jesse. need to see The Father. That's the only... Um, film that's up for Best Picture that I haven't seen yet, but I've seen all the other ones. My pick is... What, what, are, what are the other ones? I don't uh, even know. Sound Metal, Mank, uh, Trial of the Chicago 7, uh, Nomadland. Mm-hmm. I think there's seven or eight nominees. And then The Father... Uh, Rainey's Black Bottom? Yes. Um, I don't pieces, know if it was pieces of a Woman? Oh, um... um Promising oh, Young Woman. Uh, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. That one's nominated for Best Picture. Okay. Promising mm. Young Woman or no? That's yes. only. I think that one's nominated for Best Picture. Okay. Too. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I have I've seen, seen all of those except none of these. For the Father. Same. I haven't seen well, any. A lot of them are available streaming. Exactly. Uh, which yeah. is really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm watching like five movies a week for my podcast, Al. Okay. <laughs> It's hard. I having my movie talk too. I I completely understand how if if you have like I, I'm already watching all of these movies. It's hard yeah. to add in right. um, to your yeah. just regular viewing. So I I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw Hank and there's a Trial of the Chicago Seven. And yeah, I saw them both on Netflix. I, yes. I wasn't really crazy about either, to be honest with you. Mank had nice cinematography. Of course, the art direction. And I like Amanda. She, yeah, it had nice love you in costumes. Love Amanda but, Seyfried. And I like Amanda She's Seyfried. There was something about it that was kind of like really too comfortable. dry. Like it just it wasn't. That's David Fincher. That's just David Fincher. <laughs> yeah. It's just. But, it, I I think David Fincher has admitted he's on the spectrum, like Aspergers or autism right. or something. So he directs movies with like 
very intentional direction. Like multiple, multiple takes. Yeah. Like, Oh God, 30 takes to get like somebody picking up a glass. It's just like, it's his movies don't really have that emotional connection for me. I've kind of like, I admire his technical direction, but as like a getting me invested on a personal level, I'd prefer a film with more heart to it. That's not a technical masterpiece than a technical masterpiece. That's just kind of soulless. He's got a hit or miss for me. Um, Everybody loves Fight Club. I I grew out of it because I'm not a teenager anymore. I love Fight Club. <laughs> Brad Pitt's hottest movie. <laughs> you can't say you're anti-corporate when the movie's made by Fox. <laughs> well, I got some news on some yeah. uh, upcoming blockbusters getting released. Of course, Tom Cruise's Top Gun Maverick. And Amy, I'm glad you added Tom Cruise to your film crew video. <laughs> About uh, <laughs> cursing off people for not wearing their mask. The, who's the guy that does the Tom Cruise impressions? He was on Corridor Crew at one point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he does like perfect spot on impression. It just okay. it sounds exactly like him. I don't know who it is, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am excited for Top Gun 2. Um, I actually did do one day of background on that here in San Diego. You did? Awesome. I did. Wow. It was a huge scene. You're not going to see me in it. It was like a funeral scene. I didn't even know where the cameras were. It was like, there's, you're not going to see me. Um, but it was a really, really fun day. And um, the original Top Gun is ridiculous, but... <laughs> People love it, and certainly people in San Diego. It's one of the few blockbuster movies that has been filmed here, and it was really nice that they came back to San Diego yes. to film so much of the sequel. Um, yeah, but it was it was an all star cast day. Jerry Bruckheimer was there, who I was like, oh, Jerry Bruckheimer. Did Jerry Bruckheimer film? I guess. I mean, he was yeah. there. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's I'm really okay. looking forward to seeing that. And that was a few years ago. I mean, it got postponed um, with yeah, the pandemic, the but yeah. it already, when we were filming it, was going to be coming out a few years later. It was so far ahead where some of us were joking. We're like, we could be dead by then. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, it got pushed happen? from July to November. So we've got to wait till November of 2021 to yeah. see Tom Cruise back yeah, really as Maverick. Is it the director Christopher McQuarrie who does all the Mission Impossible movies now? I'm not sure. I'm not sure who the director was there. It was a little hard to figure out. Because exactly. if that's the case, it's going to be a decent movie at least because he's very good. I well, like those Mission Impossible films. I will say the scene that I um, was a part of, I'm not going to go into too many details, but let's just say it was a funeral scene. NDA, of course. Oh, <laughs> that means you... Oh, yeah, you, know a, you know a certain character that dies. I do. Which I'm not oh. going to say that, even though I didn't have to sign an NDA, I don't think. Is it Miles um, Teller because he has a very Well, no, no. She's not going to say anything. But I'll just say this. As far don't as, have her tell it. On now, I can't show. speak for the rest of the film. It's only the one day of background that I did. But yeah. we, you know we filmed at Fort Rosecrans, uh, which is a military cemetery in San Diego at Point Loma. Mm-hmm. And... It was very surreal to be standing on this cliff with, like, it was a large funeral scene. They had people dressed in, of course, their military uniforms. All of the cast members were there. And they had a blue angel fly over us. Wow. Many, many wow. times with something going on. That's so that cool. was real. When you watch that scene, that is actually real. They gave everyone earplugs. This thing was just, like, hundreds of feet above us. Uh, and we're all watching this beautiful sunset there in silence. Uh, felt like we were at an actual military funeral. So hopefully uh, they will continue with their practical effects and stunts that they did. Uh, with How some really cool. Pilots. 
Awesome. Wow. You know some juicy stuff. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, be, just being on that set. Uh, one day. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I know. You, all the secrets in one day. It's amazing, right? <laughs> um, just released is the trailer for Fast and Furious 9. F9. <laughs> Jesse, wow. I, know, I know you're excited about this. <laughs> I, I, I don't like these movies. I, I just... They're rocketing. I, I, I like dumb cinema, but that's just <laughs> brain dead to me. I just, They're going into space. They're going uh, into space because everyone was what? joking about it. I thought that was a joke, but and no, then they didn't. And they, they actually they actually are going to rocket a car into space. For this a rocket? Why do you need a car? Can you? <laughs> let's go back and re- let's revisit the original The Fast and Furious. <laughs> okay? Right. And I thought that was a solid... Yes, Hollywood movie. I'm. I was a big Paul Walker fan, and yeah, you know, it's, it's got fun uh, street racing office. scenes, and it's fun, like okay, yeah. under it was real. World. We're yeah, like in high look, school, we saw look it. what yeah. has become. Yeah. <laughs> it's all superheroes. In the next one, at some point, even... point out that in the original movie they were just stealing DVD players. I will get very angry. <laughs> yeah, stealing well, from the trap. John Cena. It was revealed in the trailer is now playing. Vin Diesel, Dom's brother. Oh, so Cena! Yeah. John, I, yeah so that's an interesting twist. I saw a few more of them. I definitely... I, too Fast, Too Furious is when it started getting ridiculous. Was that, that movie? Which one was that? Two, that was that one. We were in one? Miami. And uh, I don't think Vin Diesel is in that one. I nice. don't even... I think I saw maybe two and three, maybe. And then that... I, I think I went up that's to... It four or five i didn't see tokyo drift because paul walker wasn't in it and i of know course. yeah i remember hearing about that <laughs> one, one but... two and three are like the most disconnected you could ever make for a franchise they're barely connected <laughs> yeah it starts with four <laughs> yeah if you start at four it's basically like yeah you just start there i think that's i think that is on the chopping block for film rescue because it's the most boring Ooh, um, okay. until, until you get to Hobbs and Shaw, that's the most boring. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's two and a half hours of people just talking. There's almost no action in the movie. Has anyone seen Godzilla vs. Kong? The number yes, it's uh, fun. It's stupid, but it's fun. Not it's yet. stupid fun? Yeah. Okay. Still the number Between one movie. movies, they created anti-gravitational technology to fly through the hollow Earth. Oh. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who cares? It's great. You get, there's four I mean, I'd fights, see that. Four yeah, fights with I'd, Godzilla I'd and Kong. They gave you what you wanted. What but, year does it take place in, approximately? It's like, like a few years from now. Okay. Okay. Does that matter? Yeah. Not too distant. Well, well, I, mean, I was thinking the last, the Peter Jackson King Kong, I was like the Great Depression, and then you're like, what's this technology? Oh, yeah. oh no, that's that's just, just a remake of the original King Kong. That's not connected to anything. Like right. That. <laughs> no, that's not connected to anything. <laughs> Kong basically starts with Kong Skull Island. They made him bigger just so they could yeah. have him fight Godzilla. So, got yeah. some news on the DC movies. Hi. Lucy Liu signed uh, on to be uh, in the Shazam movie playing Calypso. And Jesse, you're a comic book aficionado. Hmm. What do you know about Calypso? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I don't read Shazam. Nothing. Okay. I, I, the number of Shazam books I've read, I can count on one hand. Okay. okay. I, I, not much. So. <laughs> but nonetheless, not, I liked the first Shazam movie. It was their first attempt to get away from mm-hmm. the Snyder stuff, and I liked it. Um, okay. Thankfully, the Snyderverse is dead. Thankfully. 
Thank God. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't agree with that, Jess. But no. <laughs> oh. I love the Zack Snyder cut. No. I'm sorry. I love it. it. Was, for me, it was a 5 <laughs> out of 10. For me, it was a 5 out of 10. I even said this on Film Rescue, and I did fix the movie by basically just throwing the whole movie out. Um, I was a 5 out of 10. And then I saw when Godzilla vs. Kong was coming out, all the Snyder fans were review bombing Godzilla vs. Kong just to say, re, say uh, res, resurrect the Snyderverse or restore the Snyderverse. Yes. Yes. At that point, I was like, you know what? You assholes, fuck it. It's a 3 out of 10. Just on principle, it's getting oh, come on because of you guys. You got what you wanted, and you still can't stop. Anyone else see the Snyder cut? Want to chime in? I, I thought it was great. I thought it's it was got it's got it was a lot recovered. Of, it was completely got, recovered from yeah, it's a, it's Josh Whedon's yeah. yeah Nazi takeover of 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 the film. Yeah. So, um, I like when the Flash saved everybody. That was cool. That that was cool. That yeah. was definitely highlight. It's, and um, speaking of Shazam, Black Adam is now in production. Is Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson just posted on Instagram? And uh, that. yeah, it's Black. The, it's the. Uh, was it the arch nemesis of Shazam? No, he was the er- he was the earlier uh, version of Shazam that failed and yes, was and fell out of grace. More so he's trying to you know get back into a good a little grace. redemption arc. Yes. Redemption arc, yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, I'm they're excited. very much they're still kind of at odds with each other. <laughs> I can't wait for the next Batman movies. Are Mostly, you a, you're a Rob Pattinson fan. You must be you must be a Rob Pattinson. Fan. I I like him. I'm not obsessed with him. Who yeah. I am obsessed with. Is Colin Farrell. <laughs> the, <laughs> penguin. the penguin. Oh, so where is he? Okay. To see what he. Uh, oh my god. I think Did he's so awful in it. I'm so excited. <laughs> that with all the prosthetic makeup that Colin has, he kind of looked like Richard Kind, and people are saying. Wait, there photos why didn't you just that? hire Richard Kind? <laughs> and people yeah. were like, "Why didn't you just hire exactly right hire yeah. Richard Kind because." He looks just like Colin Farrell <laughs> with all that prosthetic makeup. Yeah. There's actually a picture. Hey. With, there's a picture of Richard Kind next to Colin Farrell as the penguin. Yeah. And you can see I him. haven't. Oh what my you, god. Would you agree oh, with that, Amy? I didn't know that there were photos of him yet, and I'm looking at them now. Oh, I yes. haven't seen them. Look at that. Oh. Oh my god. Well, the trailer so, has like brief glimpses so of penguin. I haven't watched the trailer. <laughs> Oh, you haven't? Oh, well, no. it's, it it's actually looks like an oh, actual detective movie, which makes me happy. Yeah. They've never really done it. Like, he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective. Well, detect something. Like, <laughs> every movie is detect just him punching something. people. And I, I love, I love, 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 love the new Batmobile. It's oh, just a muscle man. car. It's Colin just Taylor. a car with a jet engine in the back of it. It's just to get him from point A to point B. <laughs> I hate it when the Batmobile is a tank. You're a ninja. Yeah. Quiet. Quiet. <laughs> well, they might. They should just call that the bat tank. They shouldn't call it the bat. Yeah, movie. like when bat they show tank. when it shows up at the very end of the Snyder cut, I was like, wait a minute, that thing is as big as a building. That Ooh. doesn't even fit on city streets. <laughs> Are you trying to level the playing field literally? <laughs> like, okay, literally. There. Yeah. It's oh like my god, they made they made big. him look they made him look ugly. Colin, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Attractive. They're that's making cool. Colin not handsome. How do you feel about I, that? I love that. Okay. That's, that's one it's kind of like the monster Charlie Theron, right? I love yeah. when he's willing to look unattractive. That's something that makes mm-hmm. him very attractive to me. Like him in Horrible Bosses, yes. <laughs> mm, <laughs> God, have, you ever seen yeah, him in, uh, yeah. have you ever seen him in The Lobster? Of course. 
Yeah, he he's, he's got that she's big gut. Everything. He's he's got that big gut. He's all pudgy and he's like so depressed and he's always slouches his shoulders. He looks so sad and pathetic. I love him so much. He's so good. Oh, that was a very I'm underrated kidding. movie, by the way. But it's stuff. not that he just I looks attractive. He doesn't even look. Like, he doesn't look like himself. He looks like a different person. I that's, know. That's I mean, good. I give credit to Colin Farrell here, but also clearly the makeup team. My God. Yeah, yeah I really. I don't even know if I would have recognized him. Reminds me a bit of um, this movie. Reminds me a bit of uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Looper. They made him look like Bruce Willis, the young Bruce Willis. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Reminds me of that. It's like you don't, you kind of look like him, but not really. Yeah. Hmm, oh, okay. so excited! Yeah. Interesting. That's that's the only DC knowledge that I know. <laughs> uh, that's quite all right. Um, well, Dave Bautista's got a sci-fi adventure coming out uh, called Universe's Most Wanted. Of course, he also has on Netflix Army of the Dead. Zack Snyder, your your favorite filmmaker. I, I, I saw the trailer that? for it, and I was like, you know what? He's back in his wheelhouse making schlock. Yeah, it looks pretty good. It's, it's fine. Long, it? it's just, I mean, there's two things I'm happy about. One, okay. he's pulled all the political stuff that he tried to put into the DC movies out. It's just a zombie action movie. Yes, I agree with that. Two, he pulled out the really nasty stuff that the zombies would do, I think at the request of Netflix. You know what the zombies used to do? They didn't just kill you and eat you, they raped you. Jesus fucking Christ. What? Yeah. That's the thing, the, the walking he was requested dead zombies. To pull, it was requested to pull that out. And he did. <laughs> Wait, when did zombies rape people? In Zack Snyder's original script of <laughs> Army of the Dead, they, they, oh, they did that. I see. Oh, yeah, okay. it was requested to pull that out. Probably because you can't uh, show that. Because um, the undead Well, one, it makes no sense because they're zombies. They have no blood flow. How do they get erections? And they're, un- and they're undead. <laughs> yeah. and, number and two. Ne- necromancy? No, number two. What is just, it? Just, Hold on. Necrophilia. It's just nasty. <laughs> like You don't need that in a movie like that. Right. It's the Me Too it, movement. <clears throat> Well, look at every movie. Anybody. Every movie Zack Snyder's ever done, there is some form of rape, and it's oh. really gross to me. Every movie he's ever done, like the Sucker Punch, literally ends with a rape scene, and it's really gross. Well, he pulled that out. No pun intended. Of <laughs> the Snyder cut. Uh, Ow. God damn, God damn it, okay, Al. I'll, I'll just I'll just stop right Poor there. Poor taste. Next thing. Next uh, thing. But, but Batista's next movie <laughs> that's not on Netflix is called Universe's Most Wanted. Very cool premise. <laughs> a small town gets a big surprise when a spaceship carrying the universe's most wanted and dangerous criminals crash lands in their backyard. Wow. That sounds like a premise I've heard before. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Guardians of the Galaxy what, got that, I guess. I heard I don't this know. from? Oh, I remember where I heard this from. Um, the Tim, the canceled Tim Burton Superman movie. Oh. There's okay. a Brainiac ship was going to crash land on Earth, and it was going to be filled with this thing called the Menagerie, which is all these different creatures from alien planets, and they were all going to break out. Maybe they stole that? Maybe. Because the script is available that online sounds now? A little, sounds a little similar to me. Oh, um, it's got to be better than Cowboys versus Aliens. As long as it's better than that. I yeah, mean. this cast oh, that becoming more, <laughs> yeah. more impressive. Speed Anyone's... bump for John Favreau. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, any big gamers here? The movie Borderlands is in production now. Huge cast for that: Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jamie Lee Curtis, 
um, Jack Black and Janina Gavankar from True Blood. How the hell did they get the all those people show. to sign on to Borderlands? Are they all gamers? I know, actually, I know Jamie Lee Curtis actually is a gamer. Oh, okay. Makes me happy. Wow. I've heard she actually is a PC gamer. I've heard that. Do you have to be a gamer to be to be a part of this franchise? No, but <laughs> it just, it just <laughs> what would attract them to the project though is interesting. Big budget, big pay. It's know. Eli Roth. It's like he's he's not like the biggest name as the director. Yeah. It's shocking. I don't know. Maybe it is that big budget. I don't know. Yeah, but um, that should be really impressive. Um, Peter Dinklage is in the Toxic Avenger reboot. And they just uh, attached Jacob Tremblay, young actor from Room with Brie Larson. If you saw that, it was an incredible movie. It was, is yeah, it the still Sun. Trauma that's producing it? Who's producing it? Is it still Trauma that's producing it? I No. Uh, well, it's a reboot of Trauma Entertainment's um, yeah, well, saying, film. Are they it, still in, I don't, in I don't development with it? You know what? I'm not sure if they're attached. Do they typically? They don't typically do the big budget stuff, do they? No, they don't. I'm just saying, they, like, yeah. they involved in some way. I don't know. I don't think they are. You figure that you should have some loyalty to the original producers, right? Like, Lloyd Kaufman is, like, right down the street. Just go get him, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just go uh, get him. The Star Trek movie uh, is in, produ- in pre-production now, uh, set for a 2023 release date. And this will be through J.J. Abrams and its Bad Robot label. Um, what happened to the Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie? Thank that was you. To happen? Canceled. Canceled. Oh wow! I would love to see a rated R Star Trek or Star Wars movie. Oh and yeah. Quentin would have knocked that one out of the park or out of mm-hmm. the out of the space. Hundred um, That would have been phenomenal. You know? As the only Star Trek hardcore Star Trek person here, I think. Right. Um, I I it would be interesting. I don't know if it'd be good. Uh, I would say the only reason I'd like to see a Tarantino Star Trek movie is because it's the only genre he's never tackled. Yes. So he said he's only doing ten movies and then he's retiring. The only sci-fi, the only genre he's ever done is science fiction. What number of films is he up to now? Nine. He's got one Nine. more. Yeah, and, one more, and he's done. I would be excited to see him do something sci-fi that wasn't part of I don't any know. franchise. Yeah, yeah. If he just did his own thing. I, I'd be preferable to that. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Carl Urban praised the script that that Tarantino wrote. It it, it is a done script. It's not. It's not released yet, but it is done. So, Oleg, you mentioned something. I think he was supposed to direct uh, Westworld, like a version of it, at some point, which Mm. I think he would do a really good job with. But J.J. Abrams. That was that was canceled. Yeah. Then they did a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Which got one good season. The rest of it's terrible. That seems like a sci-fi like that he can actually do that that like works with his mm-hmm. aesthetic as well to me. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't see him doing Star Star Trek. That's that's like he's not a geek. Like, he's not like a well science he's a, nerd. He's a know? film geek. He's Everything film else, geek. like, but he, yeah, he's a, he's not a science. Yeah. With a foot, with a foot fetish. He's <laughs> got a really. Really Lord. weird foot fetish. The you Orion, the Orion slave girls get special treatment. Right. <laughs> Right, go. they even talked about it on the Oscars speech. We got Margot Wabi's feet. We got Margot Qualley's feet. Winstead, <laughs> Rosario Dawson. They're yep. they're all in Uma Thurman. Yep. They're all in there. Yeah. Who's yeah. hosting? Ooh. Who's hosting the um the Oscars this year? I think they're hostless this year. I think they're yeah. hostless it's again. Still, it's which still I like. There's no host. I like it when there's a host. Me Same. too. I like the monologue because the monologue is a chance for 
especially when Ricky Gervais, he's my favorite monologue guy because he, mm-hmm. he will rip into everybody. I don't think he's, he hasn't done the Oscars though. He's he hasn't the Oscars, he but he Globes. does. He, but he, he is does, good. He kills it at the Golden Globes. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's great. Um, speaking of Star Trek, Sophia Batella, who was in the Star Trek and the, the newer movies, uh, Jess, it's going to be in a sci-fi dystopian thriller called Settlers. Hmm. So that's another okay. thing to look out for. Um, and uh, upcoming other films in the non-genre, non-sci-fi superhero genre, include uh, a movie directed by the father director, which I think, Amy, you mentioned the father. Um, Florian Zeller's director of The Father. His next film is going to be called The Sun, and it stars Laura Dern and Wolverine himself, Hugh Jackman. Space, yeah, I was based, wondering what Hugh Jackman was doing. He kind of disappeared for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Love him. I, yeah, I love Laura on, Dern. Uh, yeah, I think those are two great, great great performers right there. Um, she was basically great. follows Jackman. Jackman's character is Peter who has a busy life with his new partner, Emma, as they care for the newborn baby. But then the life, their life is thrown in disarray when his ex-wife, Katie, played by Laura Dern, turns up with their teenage son, Nicholas. Okay. Mm. Family drama. I like Hugh when he's singing and dancing. (laughs) Or when he's stabbing people with his three claws. Or that, yes. Yes. Thank you. Sadly, those days are over. Do you think his marriage? Do you think his marriage is like real, or do you think it's? Uh, oh, it's wow. totally real. <laughs> People have asked him that. I thought because yeah. she looks like his mother. I mean, I'm. I mean. Oh wow. I mean, what what would the advantage likes, of it being a fake marriage be? <laughs> People maybe, have assumed that he's actually know. gay. Maybe he's yeah, gay. Maybe he's gay or something, and she's like, she's like a beard or something. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it's, 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 it's really it's, ageist of me to, like, say this, but... It, <laughs> I mean, if he's, if he's gay, who the hell cares? It's been established that right. Tom Hardy is actually bisexual. Who the fuck cares? Oh, like, I know. I know. And, I mean, and, like, what he does on Broadway or his musicals are, like, really gay. Yeah, so. Greatest Showman. Oh, so good. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Um, Shuri from Black Panther. Letitia Wright has a new movie. Uh, called Silent Twins. I'm guessing she's playing um, two roles as twins based on a book called The Silent Twins mm-hmm. by Marjorie Wallace. It's the haunting story of June and Jennifer Gibbons, twins from the only black family in a small town in Wales in the 70s. The only black family in Wales. Interesting. Is this, is this a true story? It's based on a book. Hmm. Yeah. Just saying. If it's yeah. based on a true story, then it got adapted into a book, then adapted into a film. That means it's right. like three separate, the like three place, places removed. Right. I mean, it's just, just interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And speaking movies uh, based on books, Ryan Gosling's next movie is called The Actor, simply The Actor. Mm-hmm. It's uh, based on a best-selling novel called Memory by Donald E. Westlake. And um, oh, yeah, have you heard of this one? I, I know Donald Westlake really well. He did um, uh, the Parker novels. You ever heard of the Parker books? I haven't. Uh, have you seen the film Payback with Mel Gibson? Oh, I heard about that. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Alex, they, I know you're not a fan of Mel Gibson, right? Not really, no. Yeah. Well, that was early Mel Gibson before he turned out to I be. I mean, when he was cute, 
and young and not anti-Semite. I mean, at least we yeah. was. back before he became he was, crazy. Yeah. yeah, they changed the character's name to Porter in that film as opposed to Parker. Okay. Um, but yeah, Donald Westlake, if that, mean, that means it's a crime book. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. So let's shift over to a couple things going on in, in TV. Um, if you're a fan of Disney Plus, who here has watched the latest episode of Falcon and oh, Winter Soldier? I'm behind. <laughs> Jess, what did you think? I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really liked the first episode. I thought it was really good start. First episode was strong. Very strong. And then the by preceding episode, ones, by episode four, man, goddamn, I'm snoozing, dude. Wow. I, it's the same problem as the Netflix TV shows, which is that there's so ma- there's more episodes than there is story. Mm-hmm. They're just like it's like a piece of taffy, and you pull it and you pull it, and it gets thinner and thinner and thinner. Like everybody knows where everybody is at all times. <laughs> like there's no there's no drama, there's no mystery. Everyone knows what they need to do, so it's like they they well, know the bad guys have a serum. They need to stop the bad guys that have the serum. But then in episode mm-hmm. four, they destroy the serum, so there's no more threat. No, there there's was two one, more episodes was, to go, and I don't know what the hell. There else was to one fight. vial that uh, Captain America picked up. That U.S. agent picked up, yeah. That why? First Russia. of all, okay, so who is that new Captain American guy? So, so yeah, John guy. Walker, yeah. played by Riot Russell, and trivia, he's the yeah. son of of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. If you didn't know, um, oh, that's right. He looks like them. Yeah, yeah. Well, nepotism from Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Go ahead. Yep, and he's got a murderous streak to him. If you watched the final few minutes of the episode, yeah, I did. I did. Was I that a yeah. WTF <laughs> moment or what? If if you <laughs> wanted a more perfect visual of like what people think of America at this point, it's the yeah. symbol of Captain America holding the bloody shield after he's bludgeoned a guy to death in the middle of a street. And what's that Garth? Mar- what's that Garth Marenghi quote? I know writers that use subtext, and all of them are fucking cowards. <laughs> it's like it's so like blunt and in the face the He's entire like time. Homelander from the boys. But why couldn't oh, they? Have you seen that photo I posted of what Homelander? I like, think I holding... saw it from your yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like that's it. It's just Homelander in the Marvel universe. It's all it is. Why didn't no. they hire? Why didn't they hire the Captain America, the, the hot one? They wanted the, the, one... <laughs> the hot one. Clearly, you have gone. not seen End- post Endgame. You haven't seen He's Endgame. Oh, like have you? You have not watched Endgame. You gotta oh, watch he died, Endgame. Right? He, he died. He died, right? No, he did not die. He just he he went, he's now ninety years old. He went back to nineteen forty and got Endgame, to live out the rest of his life with whatever her name was. Right. Oh, that's right. He went back into the past. Yes. And then he shows and, up as old he, him. He gave up his powers, right, or something like that. Yeah. And then he okay, shows up looking right. like Joe Biden. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. You gotta admit, he looked like Joe Biden in those last moments of the game. So I have seen the memes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so wait, yeah. so will this guy be the Captain America from now on in the movies well, too? I they, hope not. They got rid of um Sam Wilson eventually took up the shield in the comics. Could so be it's, this is the this is the Could bridging be. point to get to Sam Wilson being the new Captain America. And you think it's gonna happen? Oh yeah, sure. of course, of course it is. It's definitely gonna happen. Okay. Yeah, it's, of course it is. Um, in the comics, if Captain America, Steve Rogers was the "Let's go get him, boys!" like post pre World War II mentality of America, John Walker, the U.S. agent, is is the post World War mentality of America going, "Hey, what the fuck you looking at? 
it's that Vietnam era, like in your face, get the fuck out of my way. Like I'm, I know what to do. Get the fuck out of my way mentality that, you know, it's, it's, it's Uber right. America basically is what that captain America is supposed to symbolize. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about it that it's way. The but might makes right mentality of America. Now, what about the um, the reveal that Bucky's Sebastian Stan's vibranium arm has a built-in failsafe? Wait, so no one... Sam Wilson is going to be he? But isn't he the Hawk character now? Isn't he the like? He's Falcon. the Falcon character. He's eventually, the Falcon character. eventually, he's he's both. Eventually, he's both. But don't you need to take that serum to become Captain America? Or apparently not, because they okay. gave him they gave John Walker the shield before he had a serum. So why, how the hell does he get his powers from? Why is he so powerful? He got a serum in the previous episode. But why was he made Captain America before the serum? Because he had like three medals of honor and he was like the most perfect soldier that they could find. Okay. They didn't, they didn't have a serum available because no one was working on the program. They were work. Mm-hmm. It was some random scientist in Madripoor that was working on it in secret. They'd outlawed the program. So they're basically so- going to kill off uh the son of uh, russell and goldie hahn well we don't know that i doubt they'll kill him off because he's a good character you know it's good to have him around Mm -hmm. so who knows they'll just just know he's a murderer they'll they'll just demote (laughs) him from captain america and make him something else they'll make him sergeant america there you go that's good all right now now will they give the serum to Sam, it, when he he clearly needs the serum to become well, Captain there's America. There's no more left. I don't know. There's okay. one left. There's one left. Remember? He yeah, John Walker took it. <laughs> That's oh, why he was mean, beating oh, the fuck out of those guys in the previous episode. Okay. He just bent that yeah. bar. Yeah, he took it. Wait, we don't know. They could find another vial next. I don't know because I mean, How the wings. Know? The wings those... is what gives Sam his abilities. Without the wings, he's just like any other guy. But imagine the wings with the superhero ser- superhuman syndrome uh, serum in it. Oh, okay. There you now, go. Both. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. So yeah. is he going to be still Captain? Is he going to be flying around as Captain America? Is he going to keep the wings? You think? Yeah, he does that in the comics. Oh, that's what happened. Because oh, I, I don't read the comics. I just watch yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's, <laughs> any anytime they ever say like, oh, Sam Wilson's going to be Captain America for a long time in the comics, mm-hmm. they just it's a stopgap. In order, yeah. to, they they give Steve Rogers a break, and then they eventually bring back Steve Rogers as the as Cap again. They, these characters don't really change that much. Like they killed Wolverine like four years ago, and then like two years ago they brought him back. Like he outright just died by getting covered in adamantium and just freezing into a statue. Now nah, he came back. How did he come back? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. So what I alluded to earlier about uh, Bucky, uh, Winter Soldier's arm apparently oh, there's a weakness a built-in failsafe yeah. weakness so hot. that nobody knew about um, i actually like this episode because sebastian stan is actually in it and i like i like this whole series because sebastian stan is in it of course you like sebastian he's he's like one of the hottest <laughs> actors he's like one of the hottest actors there right did now. you see his recent he, instagram post where he shows his butt no, <gasps> I need to. I need to go. I'm gonna. Oh go. my god, you have that right it. now. I mean, he's so. I don't hot. even follow him, and I saw that. <laughs> and his metal arm is really, really hot too. I'm like really into it. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's the only reason, Oleg, you're watching. 
or Alex, sorry. Not, no, not actually, it's not, it's not bad. At least it's better than um, WandaVision, which I just couldn't stomach. I, I don't know. I'm the opposite. I, I really enjoyed yeah, it. I haven't either. I just I I really liked it. I just I, thought I it was like, like I like WandaVision, except for the last episode. I was just like, why am I watching like Bewitched or mixed with I Love Lucy? Like, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm tuning in. They get in to it. Life. They eventually explain it. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait until oh, the last come on. episode. Oh, you have no sense of patience. I know. Thank you. Hey, spoiled, that is coming from the guy who spoiled people. He's already giving up on Falcon <laughs> and the soldier. Yeah. So I like it because you also had like people like the, that woman from Wakanda appeared. Was she actually in the movie? The uh, the original yeah, movie. Yeah. She was, yeah, yeah, she's in Civil War. She's in Infinity War. Yeah, she's in all of them. She's in she's in uh, Black Panther. Yeah, she's in all I, of them. I like that they're actually like, I mean, that they that they show their superpowers and they're pretty high tech and it's like the the special effects are pretty good for television series yeah. and pretty much the same as the movie. So you're right, it is yeah. stretched out. It is really stretched out. Like it's not as compact as it is in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's basically the only reason I tune into it is so that I could watch, like the special effects. I mean, what, <laughs> yeah. what other what other value is there? <laughs> what other value? Um, it, it's it's a shame because they were hyping this thing up as being like a buddy comedy, like a lethal weapon yeah, or something and, like that. It's yeah. very dry. There's not <laughs> a lot of comedy. It's it's. I was hoping for like more banter fan. between these two guys, like going yeah, back and, no and sense, most yeah, of it's there, yeah. Most of it's just like plot, 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 plot. It's like, can we just stop and just have these guys just bitching with each other for like five minutes? But I, I thought that the good, the, the interesting thing about the movies, the comic book movies, is that like in a lot of them, they're sort of like making fun of themselves, and like it's like they're, it's like when they talk, it's like they make fun of themselves and yeah. each other, and like mm-hmm. as if as if they're sort of it's kind of meta, like as if they know that they're not really superheroes, they're just playing them. That's how it feels. So so there is this, but you're right, there isn't this quality in the series. They take themselves really seriously. Yeah. This, so. Yeah. It, it, it the best scene in like Avengers Age of Ultron is the uh the lift the hammer scene. The uh when they're all trying to get together and oh, they're, yes. they're drinking That's and they're trying to favorite. lift the hammer like yes. there's no fighting, there's That's nobody fun. punching. It's a fun it's, drinking game amongst Yeah, super. it's just like it's just funny, yeah. Just Who hanging can lift out for hammer. hammer. Yeah. People tune into these these films for the characters because they want to see these yes. people interacting like Yes. It's not the visual effects everybody tunes in for because you can find that anywhere. It's the well, characters. It's these particular people playing off of each other. And I don't think well, that the shows have really taken advantage of that. Did you know, Jess, that the upcoming She-Hulk series on Disney Plus will She-Hulk. be a superhero comedy series? So we're going to get... God. They're going to go the early 80s comic book route of She-Hulk when it was more comedy-based. Mm. And Tatiana Maslany, who was amazing... Um, if you've seen her in Orphan Black, she's going to be yeah. playing She-Hulk. And they just attached Renee Elise Goldsberry. Um, and Isn't no... Charlie Cox supposed to show up in like a cameo on that show? I believe so, yeah. And yeah, I think they're trying up. to merge the Netflix stuff back over. Not only that, just but also in the upcoming Spider-Man film. Mm. The upcoming one. They... Yeah, he's Spider-Man's lawyer. Yeah. Yes. So they're already tying that one in. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and McKenna Grace and Lexi Underwood were, are going to st- star in their own standalone episodes of the upcoming Disney Plus anthology series called Just Beyond. 
So it's based on the R.L. Stein graphic novels of the same name. Mm. Anyone familiar with those graphic novels? The R.L. Stein graphic novels? No, um, it's familiar. Yeah. Just another big series over on uh, Disney Plus. And a couple more uh, things before we take our break. Um, well, we already talked a lot about Justice League already, so we don't need to go into that, but it's interesting. We've covered it. We've covered it. Um, <laughs> Natalie Portman's going to be in an HBO film called The Days of Abandonment. Um, and Ooh. basically she plays a woman who abandoned her own dreams for a stable home life and is in, in turn abandoned by her husband. Her world is thrown off its axis. Very vague description, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's <laughs> uh, but I yeah. feel like there's a lot of people that can relate to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last thing I have on HBO is Warrior. This is a was an exciting show on Cinemax, which was um, produced by uh, Shannon Lee, Bruce Lee's daughter, and um, it was an original idea from Bruce Lee. It had Two seasons on Cinemax. HBO Max is picking up for season three. So that's yeah. uh, some I good. Watched, I watched. I watched a few episodes. It's very good. If you want to see good fight scenes on television, oh, yeah. it's it's genuinely good. Like if like, I guess we could go into like the Mortal Kombat movie that's coming out pretty soon. Apparently, that's yes. getting praised for the fight scenes. Like big wide shots, not a lot that's, of fast editing. It's just... Mortal Kombat. It has to have great kickass. Yeah. Research, oh right? yeah. It's you know? violence. Like, thankful, thankfully, it's violence. Thank you. Right. You did the thing. Yeah. Finish him. Did we? Did we lose Amy? Where she go? Yeah, we're. Oh, oh there you are. are. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, Amy, if you hang on, just a couple more things, and we're gonna take our break, and then we're gonna. Um, I know you're busy as heck, so. Uh, um, just a couple more things, and we'll take a break and and say goodbye. That's the exception of me. I'm busy. <laughs> That's not. <nice. laughs> <laughs> I mean, I we don't. have a second half if you want to stick around. But I, I know no, she's no, like, I was trying to quit my web browser and I accidentally quit. Sky, uh, so I was like, shit. Uh, <laughs> you're a celebrity. I know how it is. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, we So moving on to Netflix. Netflix. Say that quickly. <laughs> uh, we already talked about the upcoming uh, Army of the Dead, so we can skip that. But Cheryl looks awesome. I, I mean, again. Good choice of music, I guess. Good, you know. they they pulled out the zombies raping people because that's thank thank not, you. <laughs> not really welcome, but um, now there's actually a really cool um, well, it's a live action adaptation of a popular anime series called Gundam. You familiar with that? Oh, gee, I saw this. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, good luck adapting that lore. <laughs> yeah. So it's Jordan. That's- 40 Rock. years of lore you're going to try to cram into a movie. Good luck. Yeah, Jordan Vaught Roberts, who directed Kong Skull Island. Will that guy has enough person. trouble trying to adapt the Metal Gear Solid movie, trying to cram that lore into two hours. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck, dude. Interesting <laughs> choice of... Uh, I've never seen it. What, what do you know about that lore? Is it a- uh, Gundam, it's a lot of big robots punching each other. Mm. That's all I know. <laughs> all so I know. Like, uh, almost like Transformers without the transforming. It's a, yeah, Transformers, but not as dumb. Okay. <laughs> not as dumb. That's I not mean, a really you know stellar review there. <laughs> it's got a it's got a good poster already. It's kind of cool, I guess. 
I have a feeling Amy's a fan of Bridgerton. Are you? I I am. Would that be a would it be a fair guess? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, it was I thought, you said thing. that was like you were so ashamed of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> are you happy that's been renewed for season three and four before the second season even started shooting? I am not familiar with the books, but um, it, it sounds like they were just they're following the books. Each book focuses yeah. on a different sibling of the Bridgerton family. Um, I don't know why people were so surprised that Regage on Page is not going to be in the second season. I guess I was surprised he wasn't going to be in it at all, it yeah. sounds like. But he's de- he was never going to be the focus of it. I-, I just don't think anyone was expecting that he was going to They want to stay true, true to the books. And they want to stay true I don't think anyone books. was expecting yeah. that he was going to turn to this superstar overnight um, with men and women all over the world <laughs> having that reaction. You know, uh, people love a British black man. <laughs> he is hot. He's hot. He's That's like a thing. <laughs> like he might people follow me on Instagram. Like an Idris Elba, uh, Daniel. He Kaluuya. follows you on Instagram. He does. What's his name? Uh, Finn Girl, from, that from on your John ride. Boyega. You know. He's never messaged me back. <laughs> <laughs> Once they follow you, they can see your messages. They're, I mean, that they have. Oh yeah, no, I can message him at any time. Yeah, he's never yeah. messaged me ever. Wait, was That's he on the dating app? Was he on the dating app too? Yeah. He's never messaged me back, know. which I kind of get to. You I got mean, you. I, you have several. You have several celebrities following you, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It is. It is. That is very cool. But uh, yeah, I as <laughs> back to Bridgerton though. I did really enjoy watching that first season. Um, I'm looking forward to the yeah, next one. Uh, the next Netflix thing I'm excited for though is the latest serial killer docu-series on <laughs> the uh, son of sam what why oh, is God. this like a thing i've noticed like a lot of people i know are really obsessed with these serial killer documentaries yeah. and it's usually women that are obsessed with these things that's thing. true it's really weird it has okay so i last couple months i got discovery plus and they have a lot of true crime shows on there. I've been watching this one called like Fair Confidential or something. It's not on anymore, but every single episode is on a different true crime thing. Some of it's murder, some of it's like corporate crime. And uh, it has really, really brought down my already low opinion of men <laughs> because oh, they're all, wow. almost all of them that they're showing are these male criminals. It's like, I can't trust anyone. Oh my God. <laughs> these wow. people living these secret yes. lives. But I, I definitely, it, it's certainly a, a guilty pleasure to have these obsessions with these uh, serial killer documentaries, but it's, I'm kind of interested in it from an acting perspective too, of just like, this is a type of person who is pretty much the exact opposite of me. And like, what, what makes this person tick? Why do they do these things? And interesting. There is part of me that is, I am, I guess a little guilty thinking of like, I'm, I'm taking this entertainment value over actual horrible things that have happened to people and affected real lives. Mm. Uh, it's awful. It's absolutely, I mean, some of these things it's, it's, you know, bodies ending up in barrels and people getting hacked to bits and raped. And it's awful. And I love it. I love it. (laughs) There's a whole, there was a whole thing because I actually like looked into this because I was like, why do so many of my friends that are like mothers and like, you know, these normal jobs. And I'm like, something's wrong with y'all. Cause like, I don't like that stuff. Like I have like a fear. Like if I watch something scary, 
Like, I feel like it's going to come to life. Like, I would always have, even though I loved Game of Thrones, I would always have nightmares of the dragons or the White Walkers. <laughs> same thing. Same thing with True Blood. I was, like, okay. turning into a vampire. Like, whatever. So, like, I don't watch any of that. But there was a whole, there's a study and an article about how women, mainly, you know, women who are, like, say, like, their jobs are safe and they've got a safe environment. They get this, it's like this escapist thing for them to watch these stories even though they're true because it's like it's like nothing that they would ever encounter or anything that's ever would happen in their life but then it's like it's like well right and then a lot of them say that too they're like oh this is what i need to watch in case you know something ever happens and i'm like good god woman (laughs) like (laughs) i have friends that'll be like well i need to watch because when i go on a date you know, if he shows these signs and I'm like, well, that's hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a, a Patton Oswalt bit about this, about how his wife yeah. wouldn't, would watch like the most horrible, disgusting stuff. Yes. And it was like, we went to go see the good, bad and the ugly. And we had to leave because she said it was too violent. And then we get home. She turns on a true crime show on A&E. And it's like the amount of mm-hmm. semen found within the chest cavity was like, Jesus Christ, woman. What's wrong with you? Lord, no. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah one, well, there's a one Son one, of Sam one coming out. I'm excited. Son of Sam, <laughs> excited. And one more Netflix before we news bit before we go. Benedict Cumberbatch has a series on Netflix called The 39 Steps. Mm, um, wait, like a Hitchcock movie? movie? Well, uh, <laughs> it's, there you it's, go. It's, <laughs> it's a limited it's series. On list it's, it's on my other podcast list of films to talk about because okay. we do well, comparisons of originals and remakes, and that's on the list. Well, this so. is a limited series um, based on the 1915 John Buchan novel, um, which will reunite Cumberbatch and Edward Berger, um, who will I'm be out. directing this, um, and who last worked on the Showtime series, Patrick Melrose. So, um, hmm. it's, it's okay. So it's okay. So there's a Hitchcock, Hitchcock tie-in. Yeah. It's already been adapted several times, most famously by Alfred Hitchcock in 1935. Um, Buckman's original spy thriller take, takes place before the outset of world war one, centering on Richard Hannay, a man who comes into possession of a key to a global conspiracy and goes on the run. So that's basically the yeah. plot line for that. But yes, that is accurate um, assumption on both both of you. So technically adapted twice by Hitchcock. Exactly. Because he did the Man Who Knew Too Much was a was a remake of his own movie. Yep. He remade his own film. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think now is a good time to take a classic cut break, grab another cocktail, and uh, I, we're saying goodbye to. Amy LeJoie, who was amazing on our show. Thank you so much for being not only a guest, but also a guest co-host. Well, thank which... you for having me. And this has taught me that I need to actually watch more like Marvel and DC movies. I, had... <laughs> I, I, I need to as well. <laughs> but I do have Disney Plus, so maybe I'll give some of these shows yeah. a try. I wouldn't they're all there. They're all there. I wouldn't like, go out of my way. way. Serial killer documentaries. Of yeah. I, I wouldn't like go out of my way to watch them. And be like, if they're if you're having like a Saturday afternoon where you're like, yeah, I'm bored. Yeah, I'll throw on Iron Man. Sure, why not? <laughs> I 
I have seen Iron Man, at least the first one. <laughs> okay. Amy, go. before we let you go, anything else you want to promote or plug? I know you have some special masks that you're selling, right? Oh yeah, I, I have merchandise now on on uh, on oh. Redbubble. Um, people wanted some. You're like, I w- I would love to have this on a T-shirt. And I was like, okay, well, I'll make it. Um, yeah, I am on Redbubble. People just want to search for my name. Uh, there. It, uh, make sure it's from me as the seller because I saw like as soon as I was on Redbubble, there's some weird people like across the planet who make T-shirts that just say my name on it. And those aren't me. <laughs> wow. But some great messages. Check it out. We'll check it well, out. That's that's <laughs> yeah. a wrap. I think was one of the messages. All kinds of. There really you go. Cool. I, I just like, followed you on Twitter. Face masks. Uh, they kind yes. of vary in quality. Uh, I don't make the actual mask. Some of them I would recommend if people wanted the uh, the two layer one. That's a good mask if you just have like a throwaway mask. Uh, maybe you could wear that one over it for extra protection, but otherwise that actual mask honestly isn't that great. <laughs> Amy, you're wonderful. Yeah. You mean they can give you, you're selling masks that can give you COVID, you mean? <laughs> Stop. I'm just saying, oh. on, maybe get the uh, the three-layer one. And I know this from my own experience, too. As uh, I mean, I, I have to buy my own merchandise through them. Uh, so I've, I've invested money in my own <laughs> advertising. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, so I just noticed, you know, I'm I'm a customer as well, and I just noticed a difference in their mask quality, and uh, we want to be safe uh, before we all get vaccinated. That's the mask mm-hmm. one here. Mm-hmm. people. Awesome. Bye. Thank nice. Amy, thanks Me so much too. for joining Bye, us yeah. on BTP. So and uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, <clears throat> follow you, right? Amy LaJoy. All the things. Yes. All the things. <laughs> all the things. All the things. All right, Amy, have a good night. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Amy. And we're going to take a classic cut break, guys. Um, of course, uh, DMX uh, sadly had passed away. Um, some iconic songs over the years. We we actually played one last week, hoping that he would pull through. Um, had to take a classic cut with this song. It is one of DMX's biggest hits. It's Rough Riders, the uh, Rough Rider anthem. Um, and uh, when we get back, we'll talk more entertainment here on Below the Belt Show. Is Amy's so. face still going to be there in the frozen form? <laughs> <laughs> She's still there. It's I fine. Just just keep going. That. She's very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like uh, Strangers with Candy. Has anybody here ever seen Strangers yeah. with Candy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the father yeah. character was always like a cardboard of himself? Yeah, yeah. That was the best show, and it was like politically incorrect. You could not make a show like that nowadays. No, you can't make that now. With cancel culture, you could not because it yeah. was. Right. So here we go, guys, with the classic cut. We'll be back right after the break. Something new. Stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop. Oh, no, that's how rough riders roll. Stop, drop, shut them down, open up shop. Oh, no, that's how rough riders roll. Niggas wanna try, niggas wanna lie, niggas wonder why. Yeah, rest in peace, DMX. Yeah, certainly sad. He was definitely one of the trailblazers, paved the way for a lot of hip hop artists today. I know he um, expanded his career into acting as well, um, but sadly he could not overcome his demons, and uh, he was uh, pulled off life support after they saw there was no brain activity. Um, so, yes, DMX was will. It, was missed. it a cocaine overdose? 
They didn't allude to. So apparently, DMX, whose real name was Earl Simmons, died in a White Plains hospital in New York after being admitted following a drug overdose and subsequent mm-hmm. heart attack. Mm-hmm. They didn't allude to what drug he was on, but he did. Cocaine. Openly struggled. Heroin. Yep. Yeah, he was in everything. He openly mm-hmm. struggled with his addiction to crack cocaine. Mm. Mm. That's bad. And where was I? DMX, <laughs> uh, yes. crack DMX, cocaine. DMX, yes. So uh, DMX openly struggled with an addiction to crack cocaine, mm. and his drug problems for, forced him to cancel a series of scheduled live performances back in ni- uh, 2019. Yeah. And then he checked himself into rehab. But uh, yeah, as I mentioned, he was a star of action movies such as Exit Wounds, Cradle in the Grave, Cradle to the Grave, and Romeo Must Die. Um, so, um, rest in peace, DMX. Certainly sad. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Only fifty years old when he had passed away. Um, these days, fifty is young. <laughs> yeah, these days, fifty is really young. I mean, yeah. To die. That's yeah. usually the only time when fifty something is young was. Is when they <laughs> when someone is <laughs> when someone dies. Yeah. Um. Well, let's go back into television. Uh, and finish that segment up, guys. So, Spider Spider Man himself, Tom Holland, set to star in an anthology series on Apple called The Crowded Room. Interesting. Um. It's based on a on the biography, The Minds of Billy Milligan. And tells the story of Billy Milligan, played by Tom Holland, the first person ever acquitted of a crime because of multiple personality disorder. Wow. Now, now it's called dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. But yeah, multiple personality disorder. Acquitted of a crime, mental illness. So interesting um, synopsis. And Tom is a great actor, so curious to see how that will go. Whoever uh, that guy's defense was was really, really good at his job. Right. <laughs> With a, in whatever personality that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> him. It was the other guy. It was the other was, guy. Was the right. Other guy. Same body. No, no, no. Still another guy. Right. <laughs> exactly. Split is another um, good movie about multiple personality disorder. And that's more of just like the armchair psychologist version, where just like he just flips between people for no reasons like right. it's that's the goofy mm-hmm. i like split as a movie but it's right don't take it seriously right. <laughs> it's right. not how it works at all yep uh actor michael Sarah returning to tv um he was from arrested development and he strictly did uh, movies after that now he's coming back on hulu's Life and Beth, and will star opposite Amy Schumer in a in a comedy. Um, Beth, um, well, you I love that. You instantly just turned me off. Never mind. You're 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 not an Amy Schumer fan. No. <laughs> Towson, what's, Maryland. What's that, me, what's that meme? Amy Schumer is not funny. Oh. <laughs> she did go to Towson University. She represented. She did. She represented Towson well. To you. Uh, yep. Oleg, you might be happy to know that Queer as Folk will be getting a reboot. I didn't really like the original, so I don't really care about nah. Okay. I mean, it was I don't know. It was it was like Will and Grace, like just just really bad stereotypes. Mm. 
Okay. Interesting you know, that from yeah. your perspective that you don't want to see a, a queer as folk. Um, now, it, could they improve from the original to make you want to see it? No. No? Not, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. Yeah, I'm done with LGBTQ films forever. <laughs> Only thing I watch is uh, Drag Race. Drag okay. Race. Transparent. Transparent what? was a good show. Transparent was a okay. Good show. What about great. the L word? No, no, no love for the L word. Hell no. That's that's even worse than. But it has Jamie Clayton oh. in. It. She's cute. <laughs> Do you watch? It? You watch it? I've seen a few episodes. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> over on NBC. Speaking of cute, Demi Lovato. She um, is going to be in a um, a pilot on NBC called Hungry, and basically it shows friends who belong to a food issues group to help each other as they look for love, success, and the perfect thing in the fridge that's going to make it all better. Okay, yeah. so this is a uh, kind of hard to assess whether this would be more reality based or it's just it's calling they're calling it a comedy pilot. I don't know um, if anorexia is really something you'd make out of, into a comedy. No. Yeah. It sounds like it's a very mixed message right there. Okay. I mean, she actually has a good voice. Why doesn't she just sing? Why does she do all these like like lame reality? Just like a lot of multiple multiple faceted artists, you know, they just want to do they want to do everything, you know. I hate it. I hate it when talented like, people. Like Machine Gun Kelly wants to act now, you know, and doesn't know if he's yeah. rap or pop punk. Like he's just all over the place. I don't know. It's just I don't know. I don't think re- I, if you're talented, you might you should be using your talent for like you know to for good. Like you shouldn't be stick to the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't be downgrading yourself and like being the spokesperson of like bulimia or whatever. I don't know. You mean whatever? I mean, you can do multiple things, but mm-hmm. I mean, she has a good voice. Why isn't she singing? You know. I mean, yeah, and she actually there's a documentary on YouTube. Um. Talking about her struggles, um, you know, she almost died. Demi Lovato almost died. Yeah, yeah. Drug she overdose, and she had to be revived from that. Um, uh, was it norepinephrine to to, to uh, yeah, revive her? Something yeah. like that. Something like that, right? But you know, so, I read that you know she she said that she was like not an a, like she doesn't do AA like she's she's still like a casual drinker. Really? Yeah, that's what she said. That she like mm. she's not like. She's like, mean, she, doesn't do, she doesn't do complete. She's not. She's not into complete abstinence. She's just like you know. I mean, she, if, she's, she's into moderation these days. And I'm she like, almost really? died. Yeah, like, I'm like, you yeah. just died. You're like still in moderation. Shouldn't you be like not? Mm. I don't know. Maybe for some people, like maybe like, the almost dying. It's too much pressure. It's too much pressure to like. You know. I don't know. Maybe the almost dying was the kick in the in the pants she needed. To not do that again. Now she Maybe. just practices like, yeah. like casual drinking. I don't know. Yeah, that's what that's what she said. Basically, I think it's too much pressure to like be completely abstinent. So totally. yeah. it works for her to just do it casually. That's you know? a fair assessment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. We have Jamie Lannister himself, Nikolai Coster Waldy, will star and executive produce a series adaptation of the Christine, Christina Clancy novel. The second home um, doesn't have a network home yet, but it's currently in the works of at Sony's TriStar TV. Christina Clancy is that Tom Clancy's daughter? That's a good question. I think so. Um, 
Clancy's debut novel was The Second Home. If that rings a bell. Doesn't. Okay. <laughs> Not sure. I'm going to have to fact check that one. Yeah. <laughs> and someone mentioned, like, true crime docuseries earlier. Well, it was Amy. Um, yeah, there's going to be an, an interesting one hosted by Buffy the Vampire Slayer's own Michelle Trachtenberg, who I love. Got to party with her a few years ago at the Career Coalition pre-White House correspondent dinner events, and uh, really cool chick. Um, so basically, she'll be hosting this show. It's a true crime docuseries that explores tragic love stories that lead to murder. Holy smokes. That's dark. That is dark. really dark. And it's interesting that I mentioned the White House Correspondents Dinner because they're canceling that event for the second year in a row, and I'm so uh, pumped. That's so I mean, annoying. we're still. I don't blame them. It. It's. You I know. get it, but what yeah, about DC a, is like never going back to normal. What about a beautiful luncheon in um, amongst the cherry blossoms outdoors? I don't know. Well, um, the cherry blossoms no. are gone. I know. I yeah. Know. <laughs> don't you think, but don't you think like in a month when everybody is vaccinated, it's going to be like the. That's worst. why I thought it was a little premature to cancel. No, everybody's because, vaccinated. There are people that are thinking that you get microchips implanted in your blood. If you get the vaccine, but they right. also said that everybody it's not will not be vaccinated. Guaranteed. So in a month, Biden is predicting that like everybody who wants one, but will you have still have one. to wear a mask. So but what the fuck? WHO is saying it's not going. It's going to last another year. No, no, no. They're gonna. They're oh gonna, God. Right. No, no, no. They're going to. a lot of gloom and doom, Jess. No, no, no. no, (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, no, no. I know other people saying 2023. Oh, my God. Okay. Are you half glass full type of people? Let's come on. We got to see the light at the end of the tunnel now. I would like to. But why do we keep hearing all these? Hold on. One at a time, please. The most accurate version of this is the film Contagion from Steven Soderbergh. Have you seen that? I don't know if that's the best film to watch during this time. I, I can't. I Nightmares. I okay, here's the thing. It's accurate in terms of they say, oh, it takes two years for them to finally vaccinate everybody against the virus. Okay. That's okay. funny. There's mentioned- seven and a half billion people on this planet. But you know what? You not. You know what? Ameri- the American economy is not going to be shut down for another two years. In a month. Correct. The, 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 in a month, I expect the clubs to open, and I will be dancing. You know, in the clubs, you will I be don't care if they're shirtless. Maybe, I've already been. Maybe even shirtless. I don't I, even. I know how you do it. I mean, even right now, that you know, I mean, as soon as they let like full capacity, absolutely, people will like you know go out and party. Like in a month, yeah. when everybody is vaccinated. It. I mean, as long as they can, I know I will be. I mean, shit, I'm already vaccinated. Why the hell not? When am That's I? Why you get super viruses? But aren't they saying that? It doesn't necessarily like mean you can't get it. No, I mean, it's it's like ninety five percent ninety-five percent. It's yeah. not a hundred percent. That's the so, thing that when, you get so, super viruses when people like get vaccinated but then just go out and party all the time before the virus is totally right. killed off. Then it becomes resistant to it. Herd immunity. Yeah. So okay. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. I don't know. All Mutations know will be forming forever. But you know what? People need people want to get back to normal. I know. Yes. I mean, I know. I'm, I know. This that, is normal now. No, it's not. The American economy. This is our new normal. No, this is the not. new normal. This is it. You guys are. Maybe those are your plans, you know, to double mask after you're vaccinated. But I will not go back to a film theater is, unless they force me. 
I've, I've, I've already gone out and you know what, like, you know, as long as you sit at the bar, you don't have to wear a mask and I'm okay with that, you know, and actually nobody wears masks there. And you, if you go out, they're not going to enforce that shit anyway. And in a, in a See, month when everybody's vaccinated. I, but- I've heard otherwise. Like I've heard like both of my parents who are over 70, like my sister and I have both gotten our first shot. I'm going to get the second one at the end of this month. And yeah. I looked at my parents and I'm like, you both have had, like they both have been vaccinated. But like when I come over, they're still wearing a mask. And I'm like, so if I'm fully vaccinated and you're fully vaccinated, do we still have to wear the mask? No, you don't have to wear a mask at that point. And my dad was trying to say, and I'm not trying to call him out, but like, and again, this is like, this is where I'm okay. confused because I keep hearing different things. I I hear people like my dad was like, it doesn't mean that you can't get it. It means that you won't die from it and that the symptoms will be less. Well, so what, if that's not, the case, then like, why the hell am I getting the vaccine? Like, because it prevents you from getting sick and possibly being hospitalized. But I guess, it also, but that means I could still get it. So it's like, why are we waiting no, until it's a little more you better? A, you have a, a less chance of getting a 5% chance. Okay, got it. That's the big difference. Okay. No, okay. So there, there's basically like a movement, like, like, like people who are like these fetish identity fetishist. They're like about like sending like the out like, like no, not <laughs> like basically like like, like sending no. out like like signaling like culture. Like they want to be, they want to act like they're just better than other people because they wear two masks and they want to be extra safe. And there's all this like righteous behavior from people because of the, this pandemic, and that's what it's about. I mean, you know why the Kevin hell? Smith why the actually, hell should I get vaccinated if if I can't if I can't like go out and yeah I know my preach life? forget preach, that shit preach, preach. I get that it shit. I will only be wearing a mask because I have to but if I don't right. have to and also CDC in response to your question about your dad CDC has approved people who who have been vaccinated, vaccinated to be okay. together without masks right so the CDC okay. has approved it yeah so. They have approved it. So now, really quick, okay. I, I thought it was funny about the double mask. Kevin Smith, one of my favorite directors, uh, was I think hiking in in Runyon Canyon, and someone said, "Dude, what's up with the double mask, dude? You're outside." And Kevin had a pretty interesting, uh, snarky response did, to that. What, yeah. what did he say? I think yeah, I think he was pretty much you know, just saying like, uh, um, just another self self righteous person that wants to say what what i can do or you know with the mask or without the mask it is it is it is it's virtue signaling there are all these people uh, who are virtue signaling about it is recommended by the cdc that you should if if you have not been vaccinated to wear a mask double mask when i was on when i was on set if you you it was recommended to wear two masks jesus but that's because so that's the thing about being on People haven't been Mac vaccinated yet. I mean, Biden is working in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm hoping that everybody who wants one, this is what Biden is promising. Yeah. Vaccinated, and businesses will, will start to reopen and people will want to go back out. I mean, I, I've been hearing stories that yeah. people are predicting like the roaring 20s again, that everybody's just going to be like having sex like crazy. Yeah. They've it's been gonna like, be wild. They've been cooped up for like the last it's year. Gonna, it's going to be. It's going to yeah. be. Yeah. 
It's just a I already, the I already started, you know. I mean, shit. I got my vaccine. Fuck you. It's going to be the great Gatsby mm-hmm. all over again, guys. It's gonna that's, be what, that's what they're predicting, and I'm hoping. Great. That I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> to well, do you know what followed the Roaring Twenties? Stop. Jesse. The Great Depression. <laughs> I knew it. The Great Depression, right? The Grapes of Wrath. The economy goes in waves, guys. Yeah. We, well, great. Well, well, keep well, your money under your mattress. This Don't spend into, anything. This kind of ties into my next uh, uh, entertainment point about COVID-19 is that one of the judges from American Idol contracted COVID-19. Luke Bryan um, apparently oh. did not make the first live show of American Idol, um, which is also co-judged by Lionel Richie and Katy Perry. And stepping in as guest judge for all you old school American Idol fans like myself... Paula Abdul returned to the judges' <laughs> chair uh, to judge uh, the latest crop of the of singers, which is now in the top twelve. Um, and speaking of the top twelve, they just um, announced one of the contestants, Wyatt Pike, had to leave the show due to undisclosed reasons, personal reasons mm. that we could not mention. But man, imagine making it to the top twelve and just—it must have been something really serious. Uh, for for somebody just to leave the show just like that. Um, yeah, bad bad behavior or something. Maybe, yeah. And speaking of um, reality television, Oleg, you, you might know what I'm alluding to. Morgan, I know you watched the show, The Bachelor. Uh, Colton Underwood, former mm-hmm. star of The Bachelor, came out as gay um, just actually this morning, and it's interesting that he was the first virgin bachelor. Right. And already, that's a little unusual, especially in, the, in this day and age, right? And maybe it's Why a little... Why isn't there, like, a gay version of The Bachelor? I think they tried that. I think they tried that. No, I mean, I feel like they tried it at some point. You, you know, there's a gay net- network called Logo, and they just... Well, yeah, I, I know, but... They, they it, tried something similar, and it just... I feel like something similar was done, but I, I may be wrong. I mean, well, there's a lot of firsts. They finally had the first Black Bachelor... They had the first, you know, they have several black bachelorettes now. Um, things mm, are changing. Two. They've had two. Two now. They have two now. They had one that was a hundred percent black and one that was biracial. Biracial. And Matt James was also technically biracial. Biracial, so, but identifies as I black. Mean, ag- but again, like, mm. if you want to be all PC about it, like, yeah, his mother is white. Right. Tasha's mother is white. Rachel mm-hmm. Lindsay is the only full 100% right. black person to right. be the bachelorette. Or gotcha. there's no bit. There's been no 100% black man. But do you think Colton uh, Underwood as the first now admittedly gay, gay guess, bachelor yeah. could I, come I back just, as the first bachelor? Is that going to be a, a thing? A gay Are they I don't do know. That? But no, I mean, but now he, but he's also going to have like a, re, it's, it's like a promotion for his new reality show. He's got a right. show on I, I Netflix. Really, yeah, I mean, new honestly, Netflix, I think it's yeah. really like skeezy and I think it's like, it's really low rent for him to, I mean, yeah. to like exploit his sexuality. And I kind of feel the same way about Pete Buttigieg, but that's a different topic. But to were you exploit, surprised to, to, um, to exploit? Uh, no, no, everybody wants to be famous. And I mean, he was right. surprised that Colton came out as gay. Was that a surprise to no. He's saying the way he did it, and like oh. now all of a sudden, right? Okay. Using it to, saying, make, to make himself popular. You mean? I mean, it seems Here. like I mean, it seems like he is 
using and exploiting his, you know, his sexual yes. sexual orientation to for uh, for careerist purposes. Correct. I mean, right. It, it seems yeah. it, it just seems really like um, yeah, opportunistic. It, it, opportunistic. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden, oh, you. I mean, got, why would you if go? You come yeah. out now. You're gonna get this show, yeah, and we're gonna exactly. do all this. Whereas exactly. Yeah. If he had just exactly. done it like off the cuff, like oh god, I need to like be myself and tell the world my story. Kind of it would have been more authentic. What kind yeah. of an asshole like goes on a show like The Bachelor if they're yep. fucking the closet. I mean, you got to be a real asshole. I mean, when I was in the closet, when I was yeah. in the closet, I mean, that would have been the last thing I would have wanted to do. I mean, I'd right. Be, I mean, but to go in the show, could like he that, have just, could he have like, just been confused and wanted to use that as, um, uh, may, uh, as a reassurance? Maybe, maybe the, maybe the show was him testing to see if he actually wasn't gay. Maybe. You know, you know, I think that there are people who really takes them a long time to figure it out. I've met a lot of people mm-hmm. like that. People get married, but you yep. don't go right. on a fucking show like The Bachelor. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. No, I see your point. When you're, it's I, just too I much. Agree. It's, it's well, like you know what? You know, you know what? He's a fame whore. That's what he is. Yep. He's well, you know what's funny? Billy Eichner first time for fame, and now he's doing it again for fame, and he doesn't give a shit. You know. That you know that he's exploiting the fact that it's you know mm-hmm. it's, it's he's exploiting his homosexuality for opportunistic reasons and it's, now, and it's did you know Oleg uh, Alex rather that Billy Eichner uh, was actually on The Bachelor when Colton mm-hmm. was yeah, he, on, yeah he during his yeah, season he, he and, clocked and him yeah he actually s- said that maybe you're the first gay bachelor we don't even know when he was yeah. kind of questioning why he's a vir- why he he's a virgin you know what I mean. So I thought that was really interesting. Now they they played that video because now it's true that that. Oh uh, yeah. The prophecy is true. The prophecy is true. Exactly. Yeah, you know, no, I saw the. <laughs> and if you really, right. If you, if you really look at him and the way he stands, I mean, now in yeah. he seems kind of gay, you know. So that's probably why he said it, you know. But he, I mean, the way he played it off, you know, when he was accused of it, it I don't know. And now right. he's out, whatever. Fuck your sob story. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You're you you you're, you're getting you're getting another reality show. You're getting to be like famous for, mm-hmm. for another fifteen minutes. <laughs> Whatever. I don't feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for like trans kids of color who are getting killed, you know? Like that I mean, I don't know. I don't feel sorry for this like really attractive people with like yeah. real problems yeah <laughs> and you, yeah. you're complimenting him as you're burying him <laughs> well he is he is he's an attractive, he's an attractive i know and i just thought it's kind it's of funny. basically because he's good looking okay and I now get supposedly it. he's dating that um gay athlete uh the skier Ooh, wow, okay. um what's his name gus gus kenworthy or something or that's uh-huh. another one. yeah i mean it's it's like you could just tell it's all like created for the media it's all like all of a sudden today, it's like every single gay, uh-huh. gay website was like pushing the story on me. And I was like yep. throwing up. I was like, yep. this is not good. We shouldn't be celebrating people who are doing mm-hmm. this. I don't know. I don't think we should. In other gossip news, um, Anton Fuqua and Will Smith will move production on their movie Emancipation out of Georgia in protest over the state's controversial new voting restrictions and yeah. um it just seems like more and more uh films are um they're leaving 
are yeah are leaving. They're withdrawing from Georgia, and which is yeah, it's a it's, huge market. Yeah, it's a it's a catch twenty two situation. Is that you want to have work for all these people that are down there that uh-huh. are interested in the political aspects? You know, right. it's good work for them, but at the same time, it's like you don't want to bring work to a state that is openly right. and knowingly oppressing its own population. Like it isn't even as they're not even trying to hide the fact that they're trying to oppress civil rights. But this is the thing. I don't think Republicans in that state really care about the movie industry. They don't. They, 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 they don't. Kind of like they, here they, in they Maryland. I mean, they don't get they didn't give a shit when we when we had like we had Veep and you know. Yeah. No, no. Actually, Hogan is a Governor Hogan's a big supporter of the film industry. Yeah, Hogan I is, think, a, is, is. I think a Hogan is like more of a moderate in between Republican yeah. Democrat yeah. because he. Politically, he seems to lean a little, a I little more that, left sometimes. Yeah, I he think. does. No, he totally does. And, and I think he's, he frequently would criticize Trump. I mean, that's basically. I think a friend of mine said, but he, he wants, still voted for him. Yeah, he still voted. For yeah, him. yeah, <laughs> he kind of lost me there. Yeah, but I think he. Wants I don't. To I run don't like what he says. Seven. I'm still going to vote for him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's how, right. That's, but that's mo- That's that's what they're all. That's what they all did. Yeah, I know. That is what they all did. Yeah, oh. your um, actions speak louder than your words, dudes. Yep, yep. And you know? uh, it, yeah, I mean it's crazy craziness going on, and, and you got to feel yeah very sad for Dante Wright's family, the 20 year old black man who was killed um, by police. Uh, the officer at the scene uh, thought she was using a taser instead; she was using a gun. Bullshit. And, and now, um, three. He's a 26 year veteran. Bullshit. Right. It's it's horrible, isn't it? That is absolute horseshit. It, it, it she is did horseshit. get arrested. She did get arrested. She she did resign. But the three Minnesota based professional sport teams have postponed games on Monday following the police killing of Dante Wright. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves, um, of course, um, have uh. We're poised to take on the Brooklyn Nets, but due to the tragic event, they have decided to yeah. not um, proceed. Um, so who do we need to clean this all up? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, Frank Castle. <laughs> interestingly enough, Dwayne Johnson is still open for making a run uh, <laughs> for the White House. Wow. Um, wow. Dwayne the Rock. And it's he's kind of um, hinting it on the Young Rock series. I mean... I, you look, know, that he's look it's, president. it's it's a funny joke. It's funny, okay? The idea of like, oh, the Rock could be the president. Like anyone could be the president. It's like yeah. this is politics. This is people you're dealing with on a daily basis. This mm-hmm. is a system that is governed by people that have studied this stuff for years and years and years, mm-hmm. that have gone to college for this, that have worked their way up the chain. Going from what about like, Sonny Bono? What about Sonny Bono and Arnold Schwarzenegger? And they were uh, terrible at their jobs. Sonny Bono was <laughs> that bad, was he? As far as I, I remember, he wasn't that good player. at his job. I mean, does The Rock know what <laughs> he's, he's talking about, or does he just know? Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? That's the thing. Like, just know what's cooking. Everybody keeps saying, like, oh, well, what about like these? Like Schwarzenegger or, you know, Donald Trump. Like he was, you know, he was a yeah. business and worked like, and look how it turned out. Wait a minute. Nice. Wait a minute. Like 30, here? 30%. Donald, Reagan, Donald Trump. It doesn't work. But 30% of 
this country loves Donald Trump and will vote Who for him. Who the fuck cares about them? They're morons. If if they if 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 he wins next election, I care. I don't. You know what do you mean? Who cares about them? We have to care about them because they're going to vote him. And if he runs again, so uh, it's crazy. There hasn't been a people that need to be educated as to how it's a bad idea to have Trump in the office will never listen to the education that you're offering them. Well, I mean, I I I certainly didn't vote for him. Anyways, I don't think anybody here did. I'm just saying. Dwayne that Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. I think it's a bad idea. It's a funny, it's a funny joke, but I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> well, the, I, they, a Barack lot of Obama was a Harvard professor and a lawyer. Give me that guy, please. You know. I don't know. I'm kind of more of a Bernie Sanders. Uh, oh, I was a Sanders guy from day one, and they fucked him over. You know. I was a Sanders from day one, like. Well, at the end of the day, guys, we are not a political show. We are an entertainment show. I so just, I, <laughs> I'd like to move on to this. <laughs> I'm just like, guys, there are better I only brought The Rock say, because he, he does. That. There's better options. He does. He does think he he still thinks it's a, a possibility that he could run. Um, and apparently the poll, there's a poll that shows 46% of Americans support Dwayne Johnson running for president. He calls a poll humbling. Hmm. So that's okay. just a thought. Just a thought. And of course, last Sunday, guys, was WrestleMania. It was good to see WrestleMania in front of fans because it's been over a year since we've had wrestling in front of live fans. And uh, they had it had at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. They um they capped the capacity at twenty five thousand. So yeah. they, it was a two night event. For twenty five thousand uh, fans, Wait, are they required to wear masks or not? Reti- required to wear masks. Uh, okay. Socially distanced pods. Okay. Mobile ticketing, cashless concessions, okay. and enhanced sanita- sanita- yeah, sanitization throughout the venue. The bourbon's starting to work, guys. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a bottle of wine deep, dude. Catch yeah. They saw jump in. One point one billion views across their various. Um, video and social media channels. It was a 14% increase over uh, a year, which is great. Um, and WrestleMania itself, the event was great. It's now on Peacock, so more, more people can watch um, WWE and all their pay-per-views, including WrestleMania, which is great. If you're like me and you don't want to buy another streaming service. Yeah, I know. But if you, Everything the, is a streaming service, dude. They pulled all the Indiana Jones movies off of Netflix to put them on Paramount+. Plus. Well, the plus is that it's one of the cheapest ones at five dollars. Gotta get them all. I thought this shit was supposed to make it cheaper, damn it. And the second thing is that if you are already a, a cable subscriber, you get willing a, to give you a password. I, that's what I do. Yes. Well, just, then, then, I, then shut I, the fuck up. That's my, what, my Criterion <laughs> channel and my Hulu channel and my Disney Plus channel are not owned by me. Yeah, that's I know. That's the only way you could watch Mandalorian. The only way I do it. I don't like Fuck channel this. is. Uh, the only thing I don't own is Netflix. My I use my sisters, but everything else I yeah. Hulu, Prime, Criterion is one I Disney, I, I had I had HBO. Criterion I don't pay is for any, I, had, I don't pay for anything. Netflix is my friends. Same friend gave me Hulu. And oh HBO. my god. I mean, all of you guys. They will crack down on passwords. Yeah, they're going to get you. Eventually. Yeah. Well, until then. Eventually. 
I don't need to pay. I Look, pay I'm for. Sure there's a the guy amount. out there that is able to create the algorithm that amalgamates them all into one thing that you can just log into all of them yeah. at once. Now you don't that's have to worry about that. Yeah, where's that guy? Cost I know. Hundred dollars a month. He's probably in Russia working for Putin right now. I guess I don't know. <laughs> so WrestleMania actually made. How do history. we fuck over the United States? Fuck up their subscription services. Yeah. There really you go. quick, guys. WrestleMania made history. The Ooh. first time two African Americans headlined WrestleMania in the women's match, where really? we saw Bianca Belair defeat Sasha Banks to win the SmackDown Women's Championship. And of course, Sasha Banks also in the Mandalorian. She's one of the uh, Mandalorian um, uh, warriors with Katie Sackoff, which is love that tie. Oh, oh, yeah, her. Just makes me love Sasha Banks even more that she's in the Mandalorian. So that was a great um, headliner for night one. We also saw Drew McIntyre submit via technical submission, passed out from Bobby Lashley's uh, full Nelson finisher, and Bobby Lashley retains the WWE Championship. We also saw Bad Bunny in an Pretty impressive match with Damian Priest taking on The Miz and John Morrison. Bad Bunny showing the um, the audience that he's actually a pretty good worker. You know, people actually Bad called Bunny it. Bad Bunny the rapper. Bad Bunny the rapper is a wrestler in WWE. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I mean, wow. They've had they've had Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell as... wrestled. You know, Donald Trump. What about Donald that trans? Trump. What about that trans wrestler? The, the one that. Uh... Gabby Toft, he used to be known as uh, Tyler Rex in WWE. Yeah, he's he isn't, actually, he, isn't he sexy now that he's a woman? I can't comment on that one. I haven't seen a photo, so I can't comment. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's my way out of that one. Um, uh, Shane McMahon <laughs> lost in a steel cage match against Braun Strowman. Um, Shane McMahon taking quite the bump from top of the steel cage. We have new tag team champions, AJ Styles and Omos, defeated the New Day to win the Raw Tag Team Championship. And then um, AJ Styles becomes a Triple Crown Champion. So he's now formally held the, the WWE title, the Intercontinental title, the US title, and the Tag Team title. So that was night one. Mm. Night two, we saw Roman Reigns defeat Daniel Bryan and Edge in a triple threat match to retain the Universal Championship was a great, great match. Um, Apollo Crews defeated Big E to win the Intercontinental Championship. And Sheamus defeated Riddle to win the the United States Championship. And Rhea Ripley defeated Asuka to win the Raw Women's Championship. So great title uh, changes there in night two. And in an upset, Randy Orton defeated The Fiend. Didn't see that one coming. They've been building up The Fiend uh, for his long-awaited return after being burnt in the middle of the ring. Uh, in this crazy angle. Wait, uh, burned? Burned. Set on fire, burned in the middle of the ring. <laughs> He's got I this, mean, his WrestleMania is getting really fucking extreme, dude. Yeah. Some, yeah I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, he, you know, he's a key. <laughs> He is a supernatural like, type burned? of character. He's kind of like an Undertaker character of the supernatural. Didn't uh, Undertaker so... just retire? <laughs> Undertaker actually retired last November, yeah. Oh. At Survivor Series pay-per-view. They had a nice little dedication to him. I believe he will have one more match. Hopefully when that happens, but we will see. 
Um, Isn't he like 60? He's like pushing something up there. He's almost there. He's almost there. And of course, we also saw Logan Paul didn't wrestle, but he was in the corner of Sami Zayn um, in his match against Kevin Owens. But um, he got a little physical. Uh, Kevin Owens actually gave uh, Logan Paul the Stone Cold Stunner uh, finishing maneuver that uh, Stone Cold, I guess, um, gave gave Kevin Owens his blessing that he could use his finisher because Steve Austin is now retired as a wrestler. So now he can use his finisher. But uh, overall, it was a really fun WrestleMania. Real fun WrestleMania. What does Steve Austin do these days? He does his own podcast, the Broken Skull uh, podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. He's got a reality show. Um, yeah, he's got a few things going on. Yeah. He does movies oh. occasionally. Yep. And, of course, we end the show with uh, honoring those who have sadly passed away. We already mentioned DMX, who had passed away, um, which is really sad. Also, um, no longer with, with us is James Hampton, known for his roles in F Troop and Teen Wolf, The Longest Yard, mm-hmm. passed away due to par- uh, Parkinson's disease, age of 84. Also, Walter Olkowitz from uh, Twin Peaks, who played bartender Jacques Renault. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. Sadly no, passed away. No season five, sadly. Yes. Oh. Passed away at the age of 72, or sadly. Four. No, four. Season four, I'm sorry. Four, yeah, because three was like the reboot. Yeah, Return is basically. Return, yeah. yeah. Soprano star Joseph Saravu played Tony Soprano's father in flashback scenes. Had lost his battle cancer. Died at the age of 66. And Beats, uh, one of the original writers on Saturday Night Live, which there was a little um, dedication promo to her on last Saturday's uh, Saturday Night Live episode hosted by... um, um, a promising no one actress, whatever her name is, <laughs> uh, Carrie Mulligan, hosted by Carrie, mm. Carrie Mulligan. Um, and in um, the royal family, uh, Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, yep, long life, but passed away at the age of 99. We and, lost a lot of royalty this week. Rest in peace, DMX, yep, DMX, and <laughs> and, you get it, you get it. <laughs> I get it, I get it. But what do you mean, I mean, it's Prince, it, it is the royal family. I mean, you, you do, you def, I mean, he was I mean, fucking, he, he was fucking his cousin, dude. Wait, is Queen Elizabeth his cousin? Uh-huh. Jesus Christ, that's wild. Uh-huh. They're from West Virginia. They're not from West Virginia. From the West. That's Coast. how the Royals. Do <laughs> that's it, that's remember? that's. Why do you think like most of those that family is like looks like mongoloids? Oh my God! Wow! Holy smokes! Here they're they're that worried was about a, that was a thing, and, and, back and they're in the worried about Meghan Markle. That was um, a thing. Sprinkling like, some color into the blood. Uh, and you know, know what? That would be best for them. That you was. Know, in, in the, the dark Jewish ages, religion. that was normal. There was like families would inbreed because keep well, royal yeah. blood royal. It was, it was it was a thing. The the Lannisters. Yeah, like all that stuff you see in the Game Lannisters. of Thrones. So it's like all that incest. No, that was that's normal. That's true. That yeah, was that's... normal. That was absolutely the the way yeah. it was done. It wasn't frowned Correct. Upon. No, that was a thing. Wow. Keep the bloodline pure. At least their yeah. kids didn't look like mongoloids, though. They got so, lucky. Okay. Every now and then. You know, you can, you know, you can, you can, ha- if you have sex with your, with your first 
I mean, with your first cousin, I mean, you're not going to have mongoloid children. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's not very likely that you will. Is mongoloid I mean, a politically correct? In the Jewish, in the Jewish religion, no. in the Jewish religion, you're, you're actually allowed to have, you're allowed to marry your first cousin. That's crazy. Right. But I think the whole thing was in Game of Thrones, where it's Cersei and Jaime, like they're twins. Yeah. I mean, Joffrey was a little. But the other two were little Micella and yeah. what's his name? They were beautiful and sweet. Right. I mean, Aww. and that normally wouldn't have ha- like I don't think that would normally. Yeah, have Joffrey. Happened. Joffrey was off his rocker. Yeah. Joffrey was the crazy one, but like yeah. little My Myrcella or whatever, and then Marcella who was the other? Baratheon. Yeah, who was the other son who uh, jumped out the window? Oh, yeah, what is his name? I forgot. I forgot the oh, youngest. Long Baratheon. They were like beautiful children. It's like that normally wouldn't happen if you like fucked your twin. <laughs> you know that that actor, right? Right? I mean, I'm saying yeah, like that's I mean, where the mongoloids. I think actually, like I think actually, there's still a decent chance that the child will be okay. You know, I mean, really? That, that, that's okay. what I, I mean. That's how I understand it. I would have to look it up, but I mean. It's not a hundred percent that if you have sex with your brother or sister that you will have a, a child like a deformity or something. Right. Not, yeah. I think it's like you know, but that actor that was in Game of Thrones, the, the blonde one, the one that was the product of incest. Yeah. What happened? Joffrey. Joffrey. Yeah. What happened to him? He was such a great actor. He act- quit acting. He, he went quit back acting. to school. Why? He like he was. He well, was, why like, was everybody tired of the business. He went back to school. Yeah. I heard yeah, what's there's shame in that. He's, he's a great there's actor. No shame, there's no shame in that, but honestly, he was like, he really stood yeah, he, out. Like, he really he shot. Did, he, he, he was yeah. great. He played evil well. I think he'll um, return once. I think he was wants to live some a life of normalcy. And he'll do get the, the Natalie Portman thing where he'll take time off, get, uh, yeah. go to school, get his degree, and come back. Yeah. I think he's like a child. I think he's good, a child good call. Actor. I've seen him. I've seen him in something. He was else. very yeah. good. And he was in Batman Begins. He was in Batman Begins. Yeah. Emma but Watson people, ha- yeah, pe- people hated yeah, him. Yeah, it was in Batman Begins. Yep, yeah, he was. he was the kid that Batman throws the telescope to. Yeah. And don't forget Emma Watson. She oh, yeah. did the same thing. Took yeah, a break true. after Harry true. Potter. Went to went to Brown University, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's very smart. Is it so, weird uh, that is it weird that like last weekend I talked about the movie Old Boy, which has a ton of incest in it? <laughs> right. <laughs> and now we're talking yeah. about it. We do have a couple more oh, passings. Wow. I don't know if I mean we're really honoring the people we talk about that have passed, but the Bernie Madoff. I mean he's a. Oh right. no, uh, fuck him! Move on. Yeah, <laughs> he passed away in prison, at the age of eighty. Let the bad guys die and don't comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world's craziest Ponzi scheme. Um, Big Brother UK contestant Nikki Graham. I didn't watch the UK version. I'm, I'm a fan of the US version, but uh, passed away uh, due to a public battle with anorexia. Wow. Wait, oh, okay. Yep. And with death, we celebrate life as Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song welcome their first child, a baby boy, together. So congratulations. Yeah, good, for, good for them. And those celebrating birthdays today include Peter Capaldi from Doctor Who, 63. Brad Garrett, Everybody Loves Raymond, 61. Robert Carlyle, Once Upon a Time, 60. Catherine Dent from The Shields, 56. The legendary Anthony Michael Hall is 53. Breakfast Club, anybody? Um, Adrian wow, Brody's 58. Wow. I know, right? Yeah, man. I know. Adrian Brody's 48. 
Antoine Tanner for One Tree Hills 46. Buffy the Vampire Slayer herself, Sarah Michelle Geller. Happy birthday, Buffy. She's 44 today. Um, Rob McElhaney? McElhaney from Oh, it's Rob McElhaney from It's Always Sunny in Sunny. Philadelphia. Yep, he's 44 yeah. today, yeah. Claire Coffey from Grimm is 41. She's been on Below the Belt. Love Claire. Nick Krause from The Senate is 29. Graham Phillips from The Good Wife is 28. Skylar Samuels from Scream Queens is 27. And Abigail Breslin is 25. That's birthdays today, guys. And that concludes tonight's uh, broadcast of BTB, Below the Belt Show. We'd like to thank, of course, the amazing panel. That's right. He is formerly Oleg the Gay Russian. That's going to be the last time we say that moniker on the show. He is now going to be known as Alex the Fierce. And Alex, you have to change your description on your your window. Yes. So Yeah, you got to change your name. You got to change it so I don't mistakenly call you Oleg the rest. So. It's okay. If you do sometimes, I'll forgive you. It's okay. okay. <laughs> it's well, new now. So. I know. But Alex, we appreciate your insight. I had to give in to uh, cancel culture, you know? I mean... <laughs> 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 There's a lot of canceling going on, but you know. I just don't want you to get canceled, Al. I think we'll be okay. I think we're we 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 we're not the. the... <laughs> we haven't assaulted anybody or yes, done yes. anything really horrible. We're I think we're all fine. Yeah, you don't need all... to assault anybody these days. You just have. I mean, Pepe Le Pew got canceled, and Pepe I Le can't. Pew got canceled. I can't. I can't thing. even. I can't. That, that's the that's the bullshit. Where I'm just like, you know, guys. You can't accept the fact that it was a different time. Like, Correct. Look, there That's are movies from the 80s that have not aged well. I get it. There's okay. so much stuff that hasn't aged well. There's episodes yeah. of Seinfeld, people which is my of the favorite cur- show. Like People of the current generation have been sort of... The children? They've been sort of led to believe they have to have this knee-jerk reaction. Gen, Gen Z? You're talking about Gen Z? Yeah, yeah, Gen Z. They need mm-hmm. to have a knee-jerk reaction to anything that offends them. It's Every- like, guys, look, if you go back to, like, the 1940s and see any movie from then, there is racism, there's sexism, and there's bombs. misogyny. You just got to live with it, okay? It is what it is. If it was a movie coming out now and it's in it, yes, you can be angry at it. But if it's something from, like, 30, 40 years ago, just let it, let it go. Let yes, it go. Thank you. Let it go. It's it, like, come on. Appreciate it for what it was at the time. Do yeah. your research. Do some yeah. his like, learn some history. Like, there's a, I can't. There's a documentary that's about. How young, that's how young people are, you know. When I was when I was in my twenties, I just I thought once I realized what was right and what was wrong, I didn't yeah. realize that yeah. you get to live. Yeah, you have to get some experience living with that right and wrong before yeah. you can like so militant because i was militant like that too i was like no so, you are wrong you're a racist goddamn it uh, you know but there's a without, thing if yeah. it's not canceled it has to evolve or change yeah. like like uh we mentioned a while ago which i believe you hank azaria was recently interviewed how he realized now that voicing apu from the simpsons was wrong but i have a different opinion than other people on the apu character because it's in the interest of of comedy and, and 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 animation, I might be in the minority. No pun intended. No, of, you're not. No, no, you're not. Actually, a lot. I don't. I actually don't think anything's wrong he with him. He does not need to apologize. He does not need to apologize. That's no. true. To me, I, that is so extra. Well, you know apologies what? one thing, one of the but funniest characters on that show. Yeah, ever. I was okay with it. 
that's that's what comedy is. Comedy is making fun of other people's foibles. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if we stop all of it, then we just we can't. Yes, I know you you differ a little bit on this because I know you had mentioned about um, Cleveland and Apu that 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 you think they did the right thing changing the actors. But we could be here all night if we discussed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't really. That? There's a so? there's a documentary. I think it's on is it Apple TV? Apple TV called uh, the Beastie Boys story. Yes. Uh, if you go back and listen to the music from the Beastie Boys in the 1990s, damn, is it misogynistic? Wow. Oh, girls, girls, I mean, girls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go listen to that shit and try to look at it from today's viewpoint. It's not so good. But somebody actually comments on that in the documentary to um, who's the lead singer of the Beastie Boys? Well, Adam something. Of, well, we have Ad Rock, MCA, and um, uh, Mike. I think it's Mike Michael D. Diamond or it's Adam or Horowitz. D. One of the two. But somebody says, somebody says, isn't it hypocritical that you're coming out and, and like saying all this stuff about how it was wrong back then and all that stuff? And he says, well, I'd rather be a hypocrite than the same asshole I was back then. Okay. It means that it's like, yeah, I, I, I realize, yeah, I, yeah, we, we fucked up. We fucked up and we did shit that was wrong when we were kids and we were making music that was just for the time frame. Like, yeah, some of the music from then hasn't evolved very well. Yeah. Go back and listen to any of Eminem's albums. They haven't like, evolved like, very well. Young, we're, we're expecting like young people to like be conscious of something that's of, yeah. Of, like, so that that's something. Wait, of of how society changes in twenty years. But that's what I'm saying. It was a young person that was making that assessment, like a yeah, like a, yeah. Like a, like a but, Gen but, Z oh, person making that statement. But look, I mean, I think I think like in the early two thousands and like before, like I guess the last five years. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of politically incorrect humor. People were experimenting. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct humor. And, and um, gosh, I forgot, I forgot what I was going to say, but... Um, th- humor hasn't aged very well from the 2000s. Uh, but, but even, like, just the way, like, the Britney documentary, for example, like, watching that, like, I don't know if you guys have watched it, but, like, I remember in the early 2000s buying OK Magazine, Us Weekly, whatever. And it was like, nobody cared what we wrote about all these celebrities. Like, I mean, and and even Kim Kardashian, I don't really like the Kardashians, but like Kim posted pages and pages of the stuff that they would write about her when she was pregnant. And they were like, Kim gets fat. Kanye's going to leave Kim because she's fat. Kim, I can't stop eating. Like all that stuff was a lot. Like it was okay to be written in like, just like what Alex said in the early two thousands and none of us said anything. And now it's, Oh, well, body positivity and mental illness and, uh, you know, women's rights. And it's just like, wow, shit has really changed in the way that we, talk about celebrities or women or minorities or what have you in the last 20 years because i mean i get as a woman and a minority like i went along with all of it too thinking like oh what's britney done that you know oh my god britney yeah. shaved her head she's crazy i still love her but she's crazy like i actually thought all- I, actually when, she, when britney shaved her head and people were saying she's crazy i was like mm-hmm. I've shaved my. I've done that before. I do it all the time. I Maybe mean, I, I felt bad for her, but I, I love her. But I would, I, I would only shave my head. Like I would go from long hair, and I yeah. would shave my 
I was like, am I crazy too? Like, what? So what? She wanted to go punk, you know? That's how I saw yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 She got put on her but, Doc Martens. But, but no, it's, 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 it's interesting how now, like, you know, you, you have to like almost like police yourself, like. Right. You'll be called a transphobe. You'll be called racist. You know? I mean. Yeah. And, Can't say or do anything. I'd love for this to go on, but oh, like I know. Yes. Our goodbyes. And we right. went on a tangent, but <laughs> it's almost midnight. I want to go to bed, dude. Same. <laughs> right, so Oleg, right. It's a lot of fun. Formerly Oleg, now known as Alex the Fierce. Thanks for being Alex the Fierce. You sound like a you sound like you're a Viking. You need a battle axe or something with you. Yeah, I like Alex it. Alex the Fierce. <laughs> of course. She is your grace, Miss LST, and everything Daenerys is. The one and only Mother Morgan Jack. Fabulous. Woo! We'd like to thank, of course, that's right, Jesse Fresco, a.k.a. Hardcore Bloodshot. Thanks for coming back for your brand of commentary. Oh, of course. I enjoyed it. Very informative. Oh, and of you're course, welcome. Go to com. Check out our episodes. We have a lot uh, of good stuff coming up. I'll, I'll, yep. I'll, I'll check it out. Check out the Justice League. Listen to uh, yeah. Jesse and Cruz take on... It's the shortest episode of the trilogy of episodes I've done about Zack Snyder. Okay. <laughs> there. There's your incentive. It's the Check shortest it out, one. Check it out, guys. Check it out. Film Rescue. Will do. Enjoy seeing all of you. And, of course, yes, thanks very much. Thank you very much to Amy LeJoie, our Amy. special guest, social media influencer, actress, viral sensation. And I'm Al Celebrity Soto, guys. And uh, the closing cut, since you brought them up, Jesse, I'm going to choose the Beastie Boys. This is one of my favorite songs. From the Beasties, from the Check Your Head album. So what you, what you, what you want? <laughs> Good choice. Close nice. up, nice BTV guys. If it was sabotage, I would say that's cliche. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that ties into like a lot of other things that already. But yes, uh, close out to the Beastie Boys for the cool cut. We'll see you guys next week. Until then. Well, it has been a ill show tonight and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying. Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, 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 bye.